Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fallback Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> shout out. Uh, I, I will say that this whole setup has improved so much since we started Graps a D because one of the, my biggest pet peeves about. Uh, doing shows on this platform is that when you run videos like intros and things like that up until last week there was no actual um seek bar there was no way to tell when the video is about to be over and it's like i know the grab city intro so i know when it's going to be over but if we ever had to like run any other clips i basically had to know the clip to know it's like all right now we're coming back and they finally added a little bar to show you the progress of how much longer the video has. oh my god that one time must have been so stressful <laughs> with the oh, videos yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah, god yeah no uh, the, i mean rough. i had to know the length of the video when we ran it and then uh know the exact length know what time i started it to know when it was time for the next one like extremely stressful oh. and now it is all good they have improved so much that is such a difference maker welcome to grab city by the way folks i am will washington i am one member of this trio but I'm not alone here because also you were not alone. You were not alone. Shout out to Michael Jackson. <laughs> Shout out to yeah, Michael Jackson. Death anniversary is coming up, I think, in June. Yeah, coming up in June. Yeah, that was one of the few times I've cried in public. Uh, like I'm, what? Uh, it, that day was uh, so surreal. Like I, I think, like people, MJ, man. Like it, people MJ. talk a lot about Michael Jackson and things that happened, but they don't understand. Like as a black person the stranglehold that he had on all of our existence. Oh, so yeah. like he was like, when they say an icon, like a lot of people are called icons, but this guy was like on another no, level. It's, it's yeah. levels to it, bro. It's now, let levels. me tell you. Okay. I, I have never told the story of Grapsity, Uh And I think people have heard this story if they listen to RBR literally 13 years ago. But uh, I was, I remember I was in a cricket store, that cricket at the time. Um, and 
I had had my phone shut off for like this is how broke I was by the way back at the mm-hmm. at that time my phone had been 2009. shut off for, <laughs> 2009 I had nothing um, and uh, I was still in uh, in school at the time and I had uh, actually had college classes that night but I was in the process of getting my phone cut back on right so I'm standing in the cricket store and I'm waiting and waiting and uh, just ready to get my phone cut on and then. Uh, they had the radio on in the background, and uh, I was like maybe half paying attention to it. And uh, I remember they had said on the radio, they were like, TMZ has confirmed that he has died. And I was like, wait, what? And I run over to the counter, and I, I grab the employee, and I'm like, who are they talking about right now on the radio? And they were like, uh, I said, they just said somebody died. And uh, it was a lady, and she goes, I th- think Farrah Fawcett, because Farrah Fawcett had just died that same day, right? And they were yeah. like, I think it's Farrah Fawcett? And I was like, no, 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 no. They said he. And uh, we both start listening. And they were like, and they uh, they keep not saying the name of who it was. And so I'm like, who are they talking about? Because they keep saying he, and they're very serious. And they're like, uh, they found him in his home. Um, and TMZ confirmed as of just five minutes ago, uh, it is now confirmed that he has died. And then I'm like, but who is he? And then they said the king of pop. And I'm like, please tell me for this one minute, somebody else just jacked the name king of pop for like mm-hmm. this, just 10 seconds. Tell it, me, bro. yeah, nope. tell me somebody else is just Only riding one. those coattails right now just for a minute. And then they were like, Michael Jackson has died. And then they played Billie Jean right there. <laughs> and me and the employee just looked at each other, like tears start streaming. And we're like, what the hell? And then I like, I, 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 and then, of course, they cut my phone on immediately after. And the only, the biggest Michael Jackson fan I know is my boy Theron Reynolds, T. Of and as soon as my phone cuts back on, um, it rings immediately. And I look at the caller ID. It's him. I answer. And we're just silent. And he just go. And it was pouring rain at the time. And he's like, there's a reason it's raining right now. And I'm like, yep. And that day was just. And I still had to go to class later that day, and everybody in class is just talking about it. We're all just sitting around like, damn, Mike's gone. What the hell? We thought that guy was going to live forever. We thought he was really Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. And uh, that didn't happen. Traumatic day. Um, yeah. I, I keep forgetting I'm the oldest on this podcast. <laughs> so I wasn't in school that day. I was at work, and I had a sign on my on my desk that um, had just simply, he made Thriller, man. He made Thriller. He made Thriller. <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all yeah, tripping? I mean, he made Thriller, bro. Yeah. That's right. You're two years older than me. Yeah. So you would have been um, well done. Yeah. I, I Like I said, I was in college at the time. So that well was, done. Uh, yeah. Shout I, out to I well am, done, I, too. I, Rest in peace. I am absolutely well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I guess I'm the uh, the rarest of the bunch here. We got Reg Medium. Um, but, folks, Grapsity. It's a Saturday. There's a lot to talk about. There's a whole oh, there's lot no news about. at all. Nothing happened Nothing this week. Nothing happened. The shortest no, week. No, no, all right. I, I have to say, this was a week in... I don't know what got into me this week, but I just wasn't in the mood this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I definitely had a couple of tweets this week that... there. I will tell you, I tend to <laughs> type out stuff a lot and then just like backspace on it. And I'm like, ah, it's not worth it. Um, especially when I recognize that it's, uh, 
especially when I recognize that if I do it, it's going to result in a pylon. And mm-hmm. so for the most part, I tend to like back off. But this week, I just wasn't feeling it. There was one particular. It was, it was a lot of people not feeling it this week. Yeah. <laughs> There's like Ooh. one particular Dang. asshole who uh, I'm not going to drop his name. He's not worth it. But uh, he, he tends to just spout off bullshit. And of course, after the the um, the the topic we're about to get into of Sasha and Naomi, he has some shit to say, uh, particularly about black people. And I was like, nope. Not gonna let this one slide, and uh, I decided to 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 come at him, and everybody else did, and it made wrestle cringe, and uh, it was it was I don't know. And then yesterday, the dude who was basically like uh, he said, I did extensive research, and I've never mm. seen Swerve and Keith Lee I, tagging. I, I saw on his the, research. <laughs> yeah, Swerve mm. and Keith Lee tagging on the indies, and I was like, extensive, and literally type in Swerve keith lee on youtube and like before you even get AEW results you get literally everything else extensive how extensive dude you didn't google no his extensive was just looking in the sky being like have they ever tagged together nope that's it no you have to do research real research not research you made up yeah man i feel like this was a this was a very interesting week for us collectively i've just been watching stuff that i don't like (laughs) man there's a lot of stuff that i don't like and i won't get into why i don't like it i won't get into a into a you know calling people out or certain things like oh that. i forgot about the man so much i'm like since week, last I forgot about, week since so, just right, i forgot about the podcast so, last week look, it's just, been just i so forgot about stuff. some of the other shit i forgot about just the so stuff much from like stuff early this week so i will just say this and i said this i think on our second episode we are not the black wrestling podcast there are so many great black wrestling podcasts out here i shouted them out on our second episode because man i want all of us to win it yeah. isn't about this podcast Mm-mm. being you know the the be all black wrestling podcast I, nope. I just don't believe in that there's room for everybody everybody has different perspectives we have different perspectives we're here for a reason um yeah. with that said I, you know hold on I, I, and i want to piggyback on that really quick uh because that's uh before uh, i want to keep it positive for a second uh, no all of this was positive <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't going negative well, you, well I, I wasn't sure what you were gonna say like with the with that said because there was with that said, that. fuck them niggas. That's where Phil was going. I was going to say that, no, <laughs> that if anybody in the world has ever had the thought that we individually, collectively have ever tried to cut down or harm another wrestling podcast, another oh. black wrestling podcast, especially, not a chance. Please. Uh, nah, we're, that's not what we do. That's one thing and, I'm not going to do. I'll yeah. flame WWE all day. I'll live my life now, flaming WWE. Let, yeah, we'll, we'll flame some other people's opinions because there's Definitely. some trash opinions out right, there. Right, absolutely. But, yeah. And that's but, what it's all about, man. That's what I said. Beef with takes. I don't... But, yeah. Now, yeah. with that said, I just think it's very interesting that... Uh, <laughs> that's going to be Phil's t-shirt. I just think it's that, very interesting. Yes. Dot, dot, I just dot. think it's very interesting <laughs> that um, there are a lot of people claiming number one out here and there are a lot of people that you know, are throwing sideways things at us. Look, I don't believe that we can say we're number one, you know, because I, I, it's kind of like giving yourself a nickname. You can't yeah. just give yourself a nickname. No. I don't believe we can say we're number one. Our audience says we're number one. If you guys say we're number one, 
we're not going to reject that. You know, so like, again, we're not the wrestling podcast, but if y'all want to give us that number one spot, your boys ain't going to reject it. Listen, we're on Reddit <laughs> doing dummy numbers. Like, I go on there and I'm like, Listen, wait, I, we, I, our we clips don't... are doing dummy numbers out here. That video on Twitter, that's just like, oh, here's uh, a we don't, we don't, we, we don't, we don't have to say we're out here, bro. No. Again, if you have to tell people you're out here, then you're not really out here. And that's and, all and, I'm going to say about and, that. And, 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 so I do want to address the thing from last week. Uh, that I, uh, in in reporting some stuff that had Dummy ended up numbers. in my phone, uh, I had thrown in some conjecture, uh, and the two got conflated, and I saw people printing my personal conjecture right. as the story. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like I, I'm pretty sure I opened that sentence with, it sounds like, and then yeah. I even, afterward I said, but I'm not sure. And uh, that part got printed as, like, a lot of people picked up on that part of it. When, like, the story was, like, I was willing to at least report what had what I was texting. Uh, the other part of it was just my conjecture. And uh, I was reached out to, um, to to let me know that that was not correct. Um, that I've actually had a few talks with AEW this week um, about uh, just conversations that... Uh, that have been going on on social media. Um, I'll say this uh, also. Um, well, I'm not going to knock other uh, black wrestling podcasts. I never will. I will knock whack reporters. And I'll say this, that uh, if, if you um, <laughs> were, if you consider yourself a reporter and, uh, but you also did not follow up on certain things that took place this week, uh, then you don't deserve the title. And what I mean by that is uh, there were people who uh, didn't, there were, I, a lot of good people did follow up because I'll tell you, not a reporter, took me 10 seconds to get the answer, but on the Brian Danielson stuff with uh, his leg, right? And getting trapped in the stage and all of that, it took 10 seconds to get, to find out uh, what actually happened there. And uh, as far as the people to ask, you could ask, AEW's got PR. There's a lot of people you could have asked about that. There's wrestlers uh, there who are very willing to answer all of that. And most of the good ones out there got the right answer. And we're like, okay, we know what this was now. Um, yeah, but there once, were. Once the video came out. Yeah, but uh, there, <laughs> there were a few who continued to run with the idea that. He was trapped for 10 minutes, that it was a stage disaster, blah, blah, blah. And, like, that didn't happen. Um, nah, man. And... Why, 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 why? <laughs> yeah, and so, <laughs> and so um, yeah, like I said, because, like, the night uh, I waited. So I saw the first video, and I'm like, that doesn't really tell me anything, so I'm going to wait to say anything. Uh, although, shout out to a couple of my friends who were in that video, because I know a bunch of people in Houston who went to that show. Um, and, and I could see him in the video of, of, of Brian wincing in pain, but I'm like, you know, that looks a lot like the way Brian sells. So mm -hmm. either he sells really well, um, <laughs> and takes pay, actual pain the same way he sells or, uh, like, I'm just going to wait, I'm going to wait to say something. And then a second video cropped up and that's when I was like, okay, there's a video of him walking off on his own and flipping off Eddie Kingston. That's the one I shared. And then. Uh, maybe like half hour later, I, I reached out and 
uh, got some confirmation on what exactly happened there. And I'm like, all right, I'll save it for after Rampage um, to actually say anything about it. But I feel like it'll make sense to people afterward. Um, and like I said, the, you're, I don't think there was any harm in that running wild on Twitter and people speculating what happened and people feeling like, oh my God, is Brian okay? Because that's pro wrestling. That's actually the way it should be, right? Where somebody... Uh, something no, happens. No, pro like wrestling that. should be 20 house show matches in 20 days. That's all it, pro wrestling oh is God. about theater because, like, you're with one actor and you guys keep doing the same lines. And actually, pro wrestling is like a pitcher and a catcher. You want to get familiar with that same catcher. Oh, my no, God. No, pro wrestling is different than every single fucking example you guys use. It's not like. It's not like music. It's not like them. There's 500 different wrestlers. You interact with all 500 of them, not the one. There's a million of them. All these examples don't, they're not the same as pro wrestling. And also, them house shows don't mean shit. Imagine a show okay, that wait, has wait, wait, even wait, wait, wait. lower Reg, Reg, stakes Reg. than Reg. the regular shows have. Reg, hold up. Because now sorry, we're talking man. about two different things for a sec. Listen, man. You it at was, least have to provide going on this week, bro. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Reg, you at least have to provide context for, especially for our YouTube viewers who, are, who aren't who are Oh, they might not Twitter. know. Yes. Yeah. I did, okay. Uh, context. <laughs> off the um, announcement last night that Cody Rhodes was going to wrestle The Miz again. That's, that was his first match act. Now he's already into a rematch. I had to go to cage match because I love going to cage match to see. I use cage match for research for PWI articles, article, whatever, whatever. I go to see how many what matches Cody Rhodes has had. You'd be here. surprised, by the way, how many people in creative positions in pro wrestling um, in major companies. Um, and I'm talking WWE, Impact, uh, AEW, use cage match. Cage to, match, dude. Uh, to everything. Check everything uh, to make sure that, you know, little things. If it's like, had these guys, even if they just want statistics for like a line on commentary of have these guys wrestled before, they're using yep. Cage Match for that. Cage it's match. great. It's a really great resource. It's the best. So I went to Cage Match to see these Cody Rhodes, what he's been doing here. And you go down his fucking page since he's been back, and it's just Cody Rhodes defeats Seth Rollins here in Alabama. Cody Rhodes defeats Seth Rollins in fuck, fuck, Alabama part two cody rose seven there's like i said 20 but there's legit 13 matches of them just going back and forth so i got into i'm saying like what's the point of this house shows are fucking stupid and everybody's like but in 1985 fucking coco beware and bruno Sanmart. yo i don't want to hear about fucking 1985 bro tell me about something that happens these days life is different everything is different independent wrestling ain't doing the bullshit you guys talking about they're not putting two guys together and having them tour the fucking country no they're putting them with different guys wwe has burned your guys fucking brains dude wwe so, has fucked up your mentals that's where i'm ending with this and i'm sorry i was a part of that too but you know i drank some water a lot of water so, and i forgot about it i, I i'll say this um <laughs> because i've seen the point you're trying to sell are... me on a house show i think that's the thing i've been to uh, bakersfield used to get two house shows a year so i've been to like 20 million in a row and they fucking they're awful and whatever you guys are trying to sell me on it's just not true i've been there i saw them with my own i saw big show and kane have legit number one the worst match i've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> worst match i've ever seen at a fucking house show because they don't give a fuck this so, means nothing this is what i was going to say about the the argument being made in the the favor of um running the same match at house shows uh because i i i, I see the point that's being made that people are like well you know if they get the reps in together 
um that they actually this can... ain't nxt this is cody fucking Rhodes and mm. seth rollins they don't need reps bro well this is what i was gonna say so when <laughs> when people say that they're like they get the reps in together that makes you know more them more comfortable with each other and it gives it makes for a better match on television fully disagree with that um for two reasons one uh we have seen that that's not the case that actually uh good there have been times where guys who have never worked together have produced some absolute magic yeah last uh, night and, there and, was and, a rematch of that on smackdown Sami Zayn and shinsuke nakamura worked one time at nxt and it was lit, top five one of the best matches i've ever seen live. i mean they've worked uh, a, a few times since then but i here, mean that, i'm saying that's the first one. but he's you know? talking about the first one is the best yeah. one right? oh yeah, yeah. and then yeah. also um still talking wwe here um i always think about uh what pay-per-view event was that no mercy 2017 where um it was, was supposed there. to be right so it was, yeah so remember it was supposed to be uh bray wyatt versus um uh what was it versus finn balor and the match ended up not happening because uh bray wyatt got sick and so last second they called in aj styles and Finn oh, that was uh, that was TLC. Yeah, that TLC. Was I'm like, I'm not really no, TLC. TLC. That's right, TLC. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, you're right, TLC. Uh, and so AJ Styles, Finn Balor, never worked together. Last minute match. It was like a come together at the last second. Uh, so barely even had the time to prepare for that in like in the way that guys have you know m- a month to prepare for a pay per view match. Didn't have that. Best match of the night. One of AJ Styles' best matches ever. One of Finn Balor's best match. I would say Finn Balor's best WWE match. Uh, at least main roster. And, and if they would have ran that match 50 times, they would have figured out a bunch of shit to change it, and it wouldn't be the same because they keep fucking running it. And it's just... like If I were putting together house shows, what I would be doing more than anything else would be putting together... More so, I won't say random, but the type of yes. matches you could put together to where you have it in the, the bank to be able to say. Because, you know, house shows, you get those producer's notes, they get past the television, so that way on television they know what to run. That's what the repetition is all about, right? But for me, I would say I would be using these kinds of things to build those producer notes to make for better television shows. Mm-hmm. So that, like, okay... I would be running every Cody Rhodes opponent I can over those last 20 house shows he's run. So that way we can look at the producer's notes and go, all right, so for this upcoming Raw, we already know Cody works well with this person. Let's do that. Uh, Mm -hmm. We know Cody works well with this person. Let's do that. Like if house shows are truly for getting in uh, the reps and preparing people for television, then they should be preparing for matches that – they're going to have on television. Not, not just one match. Not just the one match. That's what I would be doing. Personally. And they keep giving me stats that, that existed before wrestling was regularly on television on fucking Monday nights. In 1985, they ran this match 20 times. Well, now they have TV. They don't. There's not markets where people don't see this. Like, they're seeing this in every market. Every This is all happening. Everything is wide. It's not in a little box anymore. So they don't have to do this. Right. I mean, and if you... Like, I don't know. I, I feel like my stance on house shows really, um, I would say the last house show I went to was where it really shifted, where I looked up and I'm like, why? What are we doing here? Like, exactly. Like, why am I here? <laughs> what, 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 am I, what, what is happening here? Because um, I've been to a lot of house shows too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I even took a friend to a house show who had never watched wrestling before in her life. 
Um, but she was like, uh, hmm. she said she wanted to see a wrestling show. So I dragged her to a house show. And by the end of it, I was like, okay, so. It's not usually it's, like it's, this. Yeah. It's like, it's not like this. Yeah. It's probably, probably not the best intro. <laughs> right. And this wasn't like a far off house show, by the way. This was like 2019 that, uh, that mm. we went to a house show. And it was like. Um, I remember uh, Mustafa Ali comes out, and I'm like, "Oh, this is about to be dope." And it wasn't um, <laughs> because, <laughs> because it wasn't <laughs> because she was like, uh, "She's like, oh, he looks interesting." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. It was like Mustafa Ali; he's gonna do something cool. And like, they didn't bother; they didn't try uh, because they're like, "Whatever, this is house a show." show. Like one, it was like twenty percent packed at this house show, so I personally wouldn't give anything that's not televised that has this few people here anything remotely my all and none of these guys did and they didn't right. have to and right. yeah this, so yeah this is uh this is the same conversation we had with the jeff stuff because people were like how dare he walk on a house show i'm like mm -hmm. it's a house show guys he didn't <laughs> walk out cares. on the television taping <laughs> yeah. it's a house show relax right um yeah. but yeah no i and look I get the reasoning behind having house shows for certain people to get repped. I don't I mm -hmm. don't really agree with workshopping matches, but for people that are, you know, still kind of new and still kind of fresh, it does give them the reps. Um, but the problem is you're selling house shows on seeing certain people. Mm -hmm. And so you have to have certain matches like the Cody stuff on there. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I it's, it's a it's a weird problem to have. I think yeah, this I, works for like if the, when NXT 2.0 is going back on the road, do that same match. Yeah, in that case, yes, run Nikki Lyons and fucking Lash Legend 500 times to get this right. But Cody and Seth Rollins, you don't need that. Like Cody yeah, I could mean, be, I would be Cody could be like, main event a different night with just anybody randomly back there, and it's going to go over because people want to see Cody, and then people want to see Seth. You could do the same thing. I don't get why. They need to be together. I like, I, so I, I get what you were saying. And like, I understand the arguments people were making um, against you, but I, it, it just felt like y'all were going in circles. Definitely. <laughs> it was a big circle. I'm like, everybody's talking about nothing at this point. So, that's, so it was fun. Though. That's yeah. no, there's no beef. Sometimes. I hate when people are like, "You're nobody's pressed, man. We're just talking and having fun. Uh, it, it's some people I out here pressed. Like, all right. I'll be it's definitely I'll people be, pressed. I'll be tweeting with caps, but I am, I swear to God, you guys, I'm over here high. I don't care. About Listen, it. man, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely people pressed out there, but yeah. it's people pressed about stupid stuff. It, that's what I was just like, I'm not pressed at all. For what reason? Like, I'll be talking loud, but that's just how I talk. Yeah. Hey, so we got super chats, we got humper chats, and if you want to leave a super chat, youtube.com slash uh, fightful is on, the man. way to uh, leave us those. We also got the humper chats. And we're down with fightful. What's up? Come on, man. Everybody, <laughs> everybody chill out. Go get some Cinnabon, like, uh, to, to Kesta. Like, oh, what's, what's man, he's people, obsessed man? with the Cinnabon. <laughs> he's blowing his whole AEW budget on the Cinnabon. Yeah. Um, and... Will Washington, is everything okay? Uh, I, I, uh, <laughs> he's in something right now. Uh, I have to, something. I have to private chat you guys this one. Okay. Um, yeah, so, uh, wrestling, it's crazy this week. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Two little ladies very soon. Three little ladies. A million. Read ladies. what I just sent. Oh yeah, 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 yes. That was an accident. <laughs> I forgot to preface this. That was an accident. She sent me a message. Yeah, before we so started this podcast. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That was a big accident. Shout out to Jennifer. That was a big Shout accident. Shout out her fingers. Yeah. yeah. 
I get, I can tell. Yeah, okay, I was like, I say, what's going you, on? Now I see why you're. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, I was like, is is his computer still working? What happened? No, nope, it, it is. Did computer blow I, up or I'm what? Like, okay, <laughs> so being an accident, I will just say. Uh, we were gonna get that fixed because yes. I was looking at the the Humper chats and uh, obviously somebody typed in one too many zeros uh, and what? so I saw that was like <laughs> like we ain't out here like that <laughs> nah man nah but shout out to Jennifer it was an accident she did send me a message to be like yo hey though I did an accident before we let everybody know it was a big accident so yeah I forgot to tell you guys before the podcast started yeah I, I saw that and. <laughs> that's funny yeah let's get into these super chats though <laughs> yeah shout out jennifer love and happiness i'm like yo what happened will hope you all have a great Whoa. weekend oh shit yeah, i'm I, sorry I, when I, you see that yeah it was like i, I, I was about to, to say stop. what's what's going on bro yeah now that's a good reason to stop for sure <laughs> We was just about to dedicate the show to Jennifer at this point. Like, <laughs> what you want? This, I was about to be like, look, this show is officially called just <laughs> just the Jennifer Power. Jennifer presents Grapsity. Yeah, Jennifer presents Grapsity. <laughs> look, Jennifer had paid my mortgage for a month. Like that this is, is cool. Funny. This is funny. Now Will was like, "Yo, what's going on in my computer right now?" <laughs> um. And so, thank you, Jennifer, though. Yes, Appreciate it. That's so um, cool. But uh, we also got Jay says, just wanted to show love to the Grap City boys and the entire Fightful community. Keep rocking. I will say this, by the way. I have made that mistake before um, in that I accidentally once bought way too much stock in a certain company that Ooh. I meant that it was literally like went to buy um, $1,000 worth of stock and I accidentally bought ten. Uh, and that's a obviously huge difference to make. That big difference. You, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you just type in the zeros, and then um, I was just habitually I just went zero zero zero, and then accidentally zero enter. And I'm like, no, 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 uh, I can't take it back. Um, and uh, and then I sat on it and was like, Let's just keep it in the market for a week and see what happens. And it paid off. So, um, yeah. but, <laughs> but I have made that mistake. So. And and my wife Classic wanted to Will Washington that. always wins in the end. You'll never get him down. Never. Uh, uh, let's see. <laughs> we got. A... I'm glad. Real quick. I'm glad Phil didn't get into it because last week, ooh, we grew in the group chat. It was my God, whoa, Phil. My God. I, Phil, I was, I was hot. I'm glad Phil you have had a week. H O double T, brother. I, I tell you. I'm glad you have had a week, my brother, because <laughs> listen, if, if this was before our podcast last week it, and, and I had a, I had certain people call me like, yo, it's OK, we're going to figure this out. Um, if, if we had recorded our podcast after Ooh. certain things happened last week. Nah. Yeah, nah. I'm glad you've had a week. That would have been a whole ether beat pot. We would have to extend the ether <laughs> instrumental for two hours on that one. I just, you know, man, you know, I don't know like man. ether for I ten just, hours YouTube yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would have been. Videos, just let it play. I, I just, I don't, I don't know, man. And 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 I, I will just say this in the midst of this that some things said that you know they're so untrue you don't even have to. Right. You don't have to even give it any any credence because it's like that's so incredibly untrue like why would i even argue that like <laughs> why are we even acknowledging that right yeah 
This ain't Roman uh, Reigns. Uh, let's see. So uh, Jay says, just wanted to show love to the Grab City Boys and the entire Fightful community. Keep rocking. Thank you, Jay. Uh, and then we got some super chisettes. Uh, yes. Let's see. Uh, going back through these, we've got Eloquent says, yo, Reg, let me break down for you how touring gets work, fam. I <laughs> they were breaking down how touring works for me. You know, oh, you play man. your same song. You know a set? Yes, I know what a fucking set is. Why are you saying this to me? <laughs> Christopher says, in support of Sasha Banks and Naomi, we should boycott WWE. I mean, you know that's not going to happen. Are y'all going to um, stick to that, though? No. Um Nathan says, stuck at home with COVID, just took uh, an edible, looking forward to a very good show. Damn, Man, speedy recovery. Bro. Yeah, speedy recovery. Still Matt out there. says, happy Saturday, Will, Phil, and Reg. Did somebody get a haircut? Uh, I'm standing with Sasha and Naomi, and those old heads uh, can go kick rocks. No, I just put my hair up if you guys thought I, you know, yeah. no. Uh, as you can see, I need a haircut. I haven't gotten lined up in so, uh, in so long. And well, it's I think going to barbershops just sounds wild to me. I mean, I, I'm, I've got an appointment set for... So I got to reschedule, right? Because mm. I was going to go... I always... I try to get a haircut every two weeks, but I was like, mm. you know what? I got a double or nothing trip coming up, and it's going to like not align with my two-week schedule. So I got to just wait. wait. It out. Yeah, I got to wait it out, and... Uh, but now my double or nothing schedule has shifted, so I gotta get this haircut reschedule. <laughs> this so, guy is insane. Nobody does like Will Washington. I for swear. those who follow me on Twitter, um, they had announced that, uh, and I, I told Swerve this too, but they had announced that uh, there's gonna be a three way. It's gonna be Swerve Strickland, Ricky Starks, and Jungle Boy. And I thought, damn, that's like three of my favorite wrestlers right that's now. Hot. That sounds that sounds dope. I would love to be there. And so I tweeted jokingly, man, I might have to readjust my schedule. And so originally, like I said, that was a uh, uh, that was a joke. Wasn't being serious. But I started to go to bed that night. And I'm like, but what if I was? What would it cost? <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at it and I'm like, oh, I actually could pull this off. Let me just play around with some numbers and i thought damn flights look flights from <laughs> Fuck vegas up some commas last minute flights from denver last minute flights from denver to vegas are dirt cheap i'm talking like it was like 60 dollars round trip i put it in and i went oh for real that's it this guy that's it it's a and so I was like, look, I mean, considering how expensive everything else is, I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to pull off Chicago. Um, because right, right now, right. the flights are looking like four or $500. Expensive, but man. like when it was like, hey, 60 bucks round trip Denver to uh, Las Vegas, I'm like, okay, uh, I could probably pull this off. And so I did. And next thing you know, yeah, I'm going to be a Dynamite Wednesday um, to see specifically that match. Uh, and Reg was already going to be there, so yeah. Um, now I'm going to be there too, but for like five minutes, classic like everywhere you always are. I'm oh, going to yeah, be yeah. there, but for only for 39 straight minutes. After that, I got to get to limited my time only. So that's the thing. <laughs> uh, I have a thing back home on Thursday, so I have to. <laughs> 
this guy, that, man. I, that, that I cannot <laughs> that I cannot miss, right? So I have to. So I actually am gonna fly in Wednesday. Bro, taking planes like you take an Uber, bro. Just like I'm gonna pull up and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I bet. Mean, well, like, like Denver to Vegas is what, like a 45 minute flight? Like it ain't. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really is like an Uber, right? Like so Uber. I, <laughs> so um, I am flying in. I get in. Let's see. Dynamite starts at five. Uh, Pacific, right? I land at three, so literally, I'm just gonna head. It's a 15 minute Uber to the arena. Going to the arena, the Michelob Ultra Arena. Going to the show, probably do some bullshit afterwards for a few hours. My flight out leaves at one, so I literally leave. <laughs> literally leaving at one a.m. I thought the Texas flight was bad, bro. That was like at six a.m. at least. Yeah, I'm leaving at one a.m. Flying back. Uh, I will make it back home to get my kids to school the next morning. <laughs> get my so... kids to school the next morning. You traveling morning. like the wrestlers, and you're just pulling up to watch. D- it's crazy. Look, doing all the shit I got to do. Well, that's the thing. Like I said, it it really isn't costing that. But honestly, it's... life is fucking crazy, and you should do all the cool things all the you things. can. You can do that. Fucking do it. That's awesome. Like, this is costing me a video game. Like, this yeah. is... Uh, and so... <laughs> right. And uh, so... Not even all the way uh, full price video game at this point. That's right. They're 70 now. <laughs> oh, <that's... laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, and then I fly back out Friday night uh, into Sunday morning uh, for the rest of my Double or Nothing weekend stuff. But I got some fun weekend stuff planned So um, because it's also uh, a vacation my wife and I are taking. And so we're not just – it's not just wrestling. Yo, it is busy that Uh, weekend. A lot of people are – we're being requested places. There's things going on. There's wrestling Um, shows. It's – I will say, though, I am glad we're going this weekend or next weekend, not this weekend, because I got friends all in Vegas right now um, because they're there for EDC. And uh, they said like 100,000 people have have flown into Vegas for EDC. And Mm -hmm. it's like uh, they said the streets are packed. It's like two hundred dollar Ubers right now. And I thought, man, (laughs) I'm I'm glad it's just 13,000 people for uh, for this pay-per-view and not. I mean, it bad. is Memorial Day weekend, so it it's that too, right? So it is still Memorial Day weekend, so it's still going to be bad. But it's... oh my god, I didn't think about that. They keep saying Memorial Day, but I didn't factor in it's actually going to be Memorial Day in Vegas. So there's going to be a bunch of people that aren't wrestling fans that are just yeah. there. To have I mean, yeah, because hotels are pricey as hell. So yeah. uh, anyway, though, we got a few others. Uh, Matt says, uh, "Oh, I already read that." Um, we've got. I hate how it like jumps me when I scroll. Uh, the Quizzlemania, we they don't want none. AJ Styles. <laughs> uh, Deontay <laughs> says, yo, good to see y'all. Missed the last two weeks. My bad. My G-Ma is recovering and good. Great. Great to hey, Appreciate it. Uh, it says, thank you for all the prayers. Um, this week is the epitome of a wild and week in wrestling. But I will be positive right now. Maki Ito versus DMD. I happy hollered. Yeah, pretty much great. every Owen women's match has been some good shit. So it has hey, been. Yeah, the Joker was dope. I, I know yeah. people were so much into oh, it had to be this person, it had to be this person. And when it wasn't, some people were like oh, these Jokers wasn't it. Like nah, I was happy to see Maki. I don't, I don't yep. care what y'all say. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people were happy to see Maki. So, um, I mean, I was of the idea that the Jokers would win, and now knowing that they wouldn't, um. Uh, I'm not mad like, at it. I, yeah, I feel it, like because I, I, it's kind of like a pre. You think it's gonna happen and it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm into that. You know, right? Uh, and Samoa Joe versus Kyle O'Reilly. Woo! 
Yes. <laughs> hey, Kyle is back. We'll talk about that. Kyle O'Reilly uh, has. Oh my! Ever since that Finn Balor match. Oh God, he's been on fire, dude. He has. Distract says. Happy Saturday to the Grap City boys, and shout out to Will for destroying idiots left to right on Twitter this week. Have a good show. Listen, man. Come on, man. Great show. Our, our, our energy is rubbing off into the, the nicest guy on our podcast. Mm-hmm. We're, we're all yeah. about that action now. All, it's all about the, act, the action all the time, all, all moments. So, you know, you ready to pull up? We are ready to pull up. It's Grap City. All right, there's very few things I will uh, tolerate and like. Um, Dumbass racism is is one of them. First, uh, and that is like, now nah, you're gonna get called out for that. There's it's just, uh, and Dream Ninja seventy seven says I only watch some WWE for certain wrestlers. Sasha being my all time favorite wrestler. I'm done now with Vince's petty BS. WWE needs Sasha more than Mercedes needs WWE. Uh, oh, it's WWE. Did I say WWF? Um, it says F this company. That's where I saw that the F. F was close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get the F out. Yeah, trying to get the F out. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and Tina says, uh, or Tina Keys says, happy Saturday morning. Long time watch, first time chatter. Thank you, Tina. Love it. Um, love your content, sending positive vibes. Hey, we Long time, first time. always love first times. Uh, C. Ribeiro says, sup, fellas. Uh, shout out, MJ, RIP. Uh, just a heads up, y'all. 625-22 is a Saturday MJ Grab City tribute show. Um, it says, uh, Force and Levity. Y'all seen uh, that Ref Aubrey Edwards compilation? Uh, they put her on blast. Golly. Um, no, I haven't seen that. No, I, I about, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm blocked by that uh, Kenny69 Medan account. So if it came from that, uh, I said, like, that, that account is extremely sensitive because... Uh, I just pointed out that it's weirdo shit, and they were like, "Well, you're blocked." Uh, okay. Sometimes you gotta say something with weirdo shit, man. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta call it what? How you call it, bro? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Van Twinblade says, "Happy note." Max calling Billy ass daddy is great. <laughs> Max, where, is where's funny. this? Where's this? This this uh, guns ass thing going? What's what's going on? Uh, I don't know, but apparently Anthony Bowens is hurt again. So. Yeah, what, what I was very he, confused about because he, he tweeted, he was like, "You guys did this to me," but then it was just like an angle. But like, no, he's really hurt. So yeah. Oh. Hmm. Um, and Nathan says, uh, "Reg had me rolling all morning. Pro wrestling <laughs> is pro wrestling." It's uh, it's it, nobody wants to distinguish between WWE and pro wrestling. Also, like WWE has to be attached to every. Like I agree a lot of the times because it is WWE and some of this stuff is because it's WWE, but like that shit's trash, bro. <laughs> Valav says, "I wish I could have gone to Prince's house with Sasha and uh, Snoop Dogg Jr." Uh, Van <laughs> Twinblade <laughs> says, <laughs> "says uh, going heel for a sec, Av suck, let's go Blues." Look, let me tell you something. I am literally in this hockey stuff because. My local team has made it this far in the playoffs and is doing decently. Really? Uh, I mean, they, they they swept the first round and then what, they're one and one. Wow. I have maybe watched three whole hockey games in my life. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I can at least get into playoff hockey. I've said before, like, I remember um, – uh, I took this pro sports class in freshman year of high school, um, which always weirds people out. But for people who uh, went to Rangeview High School in 
the late 90s and early 2000s know that we had a thing called intercession where we got to take for one semester kind of a bullshit ass class um and i mean like there's a class called uh 22 days of springfield where it was literally a simpsons class um and we got to and so my freshman year i took a class called pro sports in denver and it was a class all about learning about denver sports for uh <laughs> right and we learned about denver sports and then we took two field trips at the end uh we took a uh, field trip to a denver nuggets game and we took a field trip to a colorado avalanche wow game. what kind of and class then, is this and that's then we a had to, crazy ass class and then we had to write about uh so we learned about like the history of the sports in denver it was actually like they still made it scholastic i guess mm-hmm. and at the end we had to like write about our observations that we picked up on at the games and then we were discussing our observations and our teacher straight up said it shout out mr shive but we were uh, nobody wanted to say what he was thinking, but he was like, "So, what was your, uh, what was everybody's uh, observation about the, the hockey game?" And finally, he looks around. And he's like, "Okay, anybody noticed there weren't like any uh, brothers in the building?" <laughs> and, <laughs> I noticed. Yeah, yeah. and I then I, and um, finally, all the black kids in the class were like, "Yeah, yeah, we noticed." Mm-hmm. Um, but and I, I will never forget that lie because this old white guy saying. There weren't any brothers in the building was uh just always cracks me up i think about that line often and every yeah, time i can't I go think to about ho- hockey without thinking about the chance snl sketch of him standing next to the ice and hilarious <laughs> what about over there in chicago phil because it's pretty they got a pretty hot hockey team or do black people like i chicago? only like, i black only black kept up with it when the hawks were winning um, mm-hmm. Other than mm-hmm. that, I'm not a big not pretty much yeah yeah fan. I I I don't know what it is, but hockey just San Jose Sharks are over here. I'm just like ah, they won. I think pretty recently. And I was like ah, that's cool. yeah. But you know what? <laughs> I, I like I said, it was one of those things where um, shout out Directv having that new feature now where like when you go into the guide, it tells you active sports scores for like games that are on right now without you having to go to them. Right. So I just open the guide and I see it was like. <laughs> I see Avalanche up one to nothing, and I'm like, all right, I'll at least peep this, and I put it on. I'm like, okay, I could deal with playoff hockey. Who knows? This might actually turn me into a fan, but for now. um, Playoff anything is always pretty hot. It's really hard to not, you know what I mean? It's my local team, so it's whatever. Uh, Right. Gotta and watch so, something because those nuggets up out here. <laughs> I know. Uh, although, like I said, I always root for the team that eliminates the nuggets. It's the Warriors now, so it's all Warriors gang right now. It's looking, Scott. Uh, I, I turned on the game late yesterday, and they were Mavs, it, they had only had ten points, and it was like the end of the first quarter. I'm like, what are you guys doing? But they were like, psych. Afterwards, so. scary. Warriors, stop Mavs, doing bro. that. You guys just come out of the game with it, man. It's weird that the Warriors are one of the only teams where I can watch. The second, I mean, the second quarter, when you looked at that score in the second quarter and they were down almost 20 mm-hmm. and you can comfortably go, yeah, they got this. Yeah, and they fine. did. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is fine. Oh, they're and down sure- 19 points. No, they'll be up in like a few minutes. And they were up in a few minutes, <laughs> man. Stop doing this. Just do that at first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't nah, know. A, I don't know. Nah, what that's, a, that's, what the, that's what they do, right? It's mm-hmm. the rope dope. And then... Right. uh and then you just come through, and, and Steph reminds you who he is. and He's like, listen, oh, actually, man. I can hit threes from once, way once back start, here. Did you guys forget? <laughs> once he starts dancing and stuff and getting in his bag, forget uh-uh. it. You, when he starts doing taunts, it's a wrap. Like, he you got to get him before he God. starts taunting. Because he be spamming that taunt stick. Um, and so Mint Lemonade says Discovery CEO's desire to cut billions of projects has me worried about AEW's future contract lately, especially with the upfront news this week. Concerning 
Don't know. The, here's the thing. They're not up for negotiations till uh, what, for another year and a half. Uh, and as we've seen uh, just in the last six months with Cody being a WWE superstar, a lot can change in a year and a half. I don't yeah. know. Um, I'm not necessarily concerned because, as I mentioned last week, pro wrestling as a whole, WWE as well, is cheap programming um, mm -hmm. when you do it as a cost per hour. And that's the way people look at it because it is 52 weeks of programming. It's relatively cheap. Even giving AEW a raise would still be cheaper than most original produced programming. Um, and I think they know that. And so I don't know that there's a whole lot to be concerned about. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. Uh, I know that. Also, they could be like, fuck wrestling. We want you guys out of here. Like, nobody knows anything. So <laughs> we're just right. going to see. <laughs> I, I, but I, I also feel this. Um, and shout out to WWE on this. Mm -hmm. Um when w when wcw was cut in 2001 there was a stigma around pro wrestling a lot because mm -hmm. pro wrestling in the 90s was seen as um racy raunchy programming that was risky for your television audience um and it had had that from uh from the early 90s in the 80s it was seen as hillbilly programming and then in the mm -hmm. 90s it was very much seen along the lines of jerry springer and things like that and as a company people wanted to kind of back off of this reputation that pro wrestling had wwe did a lot to fix the reputation of pro wrestling over they the did. last 20 years mm -hmm. um i don't feel like anybody looks at pro wrestling the way that it was looked at in 2001 uh, right. like even close i don't think that that idea exists among executives i think they look at it as like it's just programming like the even because i know people are like but AEW's a little more violent like in terms of the matches maybe if there's more blood but content wise they're not doing the shit that was being done in the 90s the, mm -hmm. that stuff isn't there um the, those feuds aren't the way they were uh it's not the programming it was that's so funny about aew and wwe i watched wrestling yesterday with a friend and uh rampage and smackdown back to back and i was like so what do you think about, about these two programs back to back and she said that they're the same She's like, this is these two shows are the same. There's nothing like as somebody on the outside, <laughs> these shows are looked at exactly the same. It's a wrestling ring and a bunch of wrestling fans and people wrestling. So like when we get all hung up on these things on the outside, everybody's just like, this yeah, is a wrestling I, I, show. <laughs> I have a feeling that the 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 executives who aren't following this completely and just see it as programming basically have simple concerns about it. Because uh, again, wrestling doesn't have that stigma anymore. I think it's a simple concern and it's. Um, for what we're spending, what are we getting back on it? What's our return? And if they're getting a good return on it, we'll see. Uh, AT says, I've been waiting for this stream all week. Uh, Y'all need a midweek show. Hey, man. I, I will listen. say, I have one. Uh, if you <laughs> check, out day after, <laughs> check out Day After Dynamite every Thursday at, uh, I, I'm currently saying, 4 p.m. Eastern. However, it is looking like so this week we did a 3 p.m. Eastern show because I had to start early and it actually went well. And then I got a message from Jeremy that was like, if you want to keep that time, go ahead. I think we may be moving the show to 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, so hey. either way, I do have a midweek show. I also, and also uh, real quick, maybe some breaking news here. I'm going to have a midweek show, too. It's not going to be on this network. It's going to be on another network. Uh, shout out. This is my TV show. Body Slam. New podcast. Righteous Reg. Game Changer Weekly. It's happening next week on Tuesday. So uh, hey. I'll get oh, yeah. you guys the time. I have a new podcast. It's on GCW because I want to talk some more. 
pro wrestling is out here. You guys go, you know, find, we follow me. Talking. It's going to happen. I, all I want to do ever is talk wrestling. That's why I put out these stupid tweets where I know the WWE fanboys <laughs> and Vinsels, as they call them, are going to pull up to try to murder me. So hey. I also launched another show literally yesterday. Um, shout out Jimmy Van, who, uh, of course, launched Know Your News um, and uh, doing a show uh, on Know Your News um, called As Told By. It's actually hosted by myself and my uh, one of my best friends in the entire world. Uh, her name is Spokey. Um, it is two black people just talking about four entertaining stories from the week. Awesome. And uh, this week we talked... Um, Ric Flair uh, <laughs> having another match. We okay. talked. Uh, well, I, here's the thing. She don't follow wrestling at all. So I brought that story to the table because I wanted to hear it from the perspective of somebody who only knows Ric Flair as old woo guy. Uh, and I'm like, what do you think of the idea of this man he, having another match? He is match? definitely old woo guy. He'd be yes. out here trying to woo people. <laughs> oh, big it's funny that, That's oh what I said God. to her. I was like, what do you think of when you think of Ric Flair? She's like, oh, the old guy who woos? And I'm like, yes, Ric Flair. <laughs> and uh, uh, and then we also talked about Austin St. John, uh, the original Red Ranger scamming. being arrested. Uh, Ooh, yeah, today. We, scammer, PPPs over here. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about that too. Uh, check out the show's called oh, I love As, it. It's called As Told By. Uh, it's hosted by me and Spokey, and it was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Spokey Listen, and I have been friends for hey, 21 years. This was, this was one of those weeks where I was looking around like, our listeners are great, man. Like man. we saw it, man. We saw the uh-huh. bat signal in the sky. Yeah. Of course, we couldn't answer right away, but Mm-mm. your boys were already already ready to hop on this podcast. But we appreciate y'all, man. We yeah, really we do. Love y'all, y'all are the best. Yes, Grapsity supporters are legit the best. They're in my DMs and stuff, and they always say the nicest and also find... funniest shit ever. So shout out to y'all. I'm gonna try to find a place to leave this Megazord. Look, it's the original Megazord. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I brought that on the show. Well, I, always has to have something close. Like he probably has a title belt in his lap right now, maybe, <laughs> or at least like in reaching distance. Nah, I don't. Um, wow. Uh, what do I have in reaching distance? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, I just have Megazords of reaching distance. I got the Astro Megazord, Power Rangers in Space, the best series. I love um, it. It is the best season. Come on. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> so. Anyway, uh, a couple more, and then we will get into the topic that I've really wanted to get into. Um, Hey, we got another. What I have for the Sasha Naomi situation isn't hate, it's loathing. That statement that WWE put out was just a load of BS that not only buried Sasha and Naomi, threw Nikki and Dewdrop under the bus. Um, How do you know he's talking about Nikki or Dewdrop, though? Right, and I talked about that this week. Uh, oh my God! Eric Brady says Will was mistaken about which pay per view a random old match was on. I'm I've waited, I've waited years for this moment. <laughs> Mark this date down. History has been made. You know what threw me off there? I, I will say that that was that weird year where, uh, because in if I remember correctly, in 2016, um, No Mercy and TLC were both SmackDown pay per views. And then in 2017, they swapped them for whatever reason. And so, like, my brain was just kind of off on all of that because AJ Styles was technically a SmackDown guy when he worked that show, but he worked the random Raw pay-per-view and then went on to win the WWE title. I was just slightly thrown off. But uh, (laughs) uh, both those pay-per-views, if I remember correctly, were still in the same month, right? It was like one was beginning of October, the other was end. I think No Mercy might have even been September. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, I don't yeah, remember. never go back to branded pay per views. By the way, no, go back to branded pay per views. 
I went to a TLC in San Jose. Okay, yeah, that No Mercy was that uh, whole that whole two pay per view a month thing. Come on, don't. Yeah, that's what threw me crazy. Because uh, October, uh, it's because No Mercy is normally in October, and that year it was in September. So I knew my brain Mm. still knew October. Uh, I was just off on the the show itself. Well, no, go back wrong. To, no, I, I agree. Branded pay per views. Uh, no, I, I think branded pay per views were the way to go, and the reason they were the way to go was because uh, I. That's why I'm so anti split right now. I believe you either have to go all in on a split or don't do it at all. But I don't like this halfway shit because. Uh, if you do the halfway shit you have now, then you run into the issue of one champion is going to feel inferior to the other. I think um, what was helping at the in 2016 with the single-branded pay-per-views was that you had both champions feeling like the champion of their brand. They were the champion of their pay-per-views. They were main eventing their pay-per-views. Once you get into this idea that the... Uh, the pay-per-views are all the same, that it's all just Raw and SmackDown, then it's like, you see what they're going to do. They're like, all right, well, Roman's always the main event. Mm-hmm. Roman's the guy. And I felt like, like I said, you either have to go all in on a brand split or don't do it at all. And I thought that it almost immediately undercut the WWE Championship the moment they decided to bring the pay-per-views back together. That's how I felt. And uh, the two-a-month thing was maybe a little weird. Uh, because it's yeah. like, no, nah, they both have to have a pay-per-view in September. Yeah, but, no, it's like, do one yeah. show a month. That's yeah, I, I can agree with that, but I just felt like uh, that hurt the standing of one of the championships. And it did the last time, too. Like, we knew it was going to do that. Because mm-hmm. in 2007, when they ended the split pay-per-views, uh, it was like the World Heavyweight Championship, big gold belt, suddenly fell to the back way because John Cena had to be the main event at every right. pay-per-view. And you don't have to do that. Just... Uh, Go all in is how I say, or don't. They're, don't do they're anything. not gonna. They they just not gonna. No. Uh, so he's continuing. To, he said for no reason uh, whatsoever. Also broke kayfabe. Not that we don't know it's scripted, but for them to go out of their way to say that, uh, yeah, I can. I agree. Yeah. Well, how Demon says if this walkout is real, why did Cole refer to them by character names and not Mercedes Vernado and Trinity Fatu? It's not a work. Uh, you have to think about who's being worked when something is a work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Tremaine says, at least we still have the Bianca uh, Sasha Naomi picture. Yeah, I have to all, say, when you guys keep putting S slash N, I'm like, screen name? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I thought it was side note. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll always have the memories, guys. We'll always yeah. have the memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, although it was a bullshit ass comparison to begin with, um, now y'all can officially stop comparing them to the baddies uh please please stop comparing black wrestlers yeah stop it it's Uh, tired chris says thanks for reminding me of that tlc build featuring bray as sister abigail versus halloween balor can't see it again uh let's never revisit that no let's see we also got uh all right just a couple more there's uh it says in a lighter note uh big love to everyone who enjoyed hangman versus Takeshita. glad you love uh glad you loved your serving of yum yum take soup mm-hmm. and robocop says the second hannah kimura uh, memorial is on monday uh in japan two more wrestlers have been harassed online wwe statement about sasha naomi makes me feel like it will only cause more similar problems uh and Ryan Lambert says, sending my weekly love for uh, for y'all. I can't listen live as I make the move from Shy to San Fran. Wow. San Fran, from, let's hey, go, baby. You're going from Hill's Neck of the Woods to Regis. 
<laughs> says, have it. an awesome show. Y'all have a ton to talk about. Uh, and Bridget says, y'all are awesome. Thank you for all you do. Thank you, Bridget. Uh, you are Thank awesome. You. All right. So uh, we will get, we, we, we I will get back to, get... to the super chats in just a minute. Cause there's a, a lot more. <laughs> Thank you all for the super chats. Yeah. This is awesome. Um, you guys, we appreciate y'all. We're about to get into the shit, you guys. Yeah, we're about to get into what it. Because here's the thing. We got to get into... Um, <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> yeah, look, we got to flip it. All right? Because this is really the number one today. Sasha, Naomi. As the story goes, on Monday night, there was the announcement of a six-pack challenge that was to feature Sasha Banks, Naomi... Dewdrop, um, Nikki, A-S-H. Nikki A.S.H. And, of course, uh, the participants who ended up still having their match, Asuka and Becky Lynch. Uh, about half hour into the show, they suddenly announced that it's been changed. What's going on? Who the hell knows? Then Mike Johnson, PW Insider, uh, had reported that Sasha Banks and Naomi had left the building. What? What is going on? Uh, apparently... Uh, he PW Insider reported that Sasha had had a uh, heated meeting with Vince that had been going on all day and finally uh, left at the start of Raw. Then Fightful Select came with more details on that um, as far as who the winner was supposed to be uh, and what the story idea was going to be, which the, the story as it goes was that uh, Naomi was going to win the match and go on to challenge Bianca Belair at the pay-per-view. And then uh, what was to follow was that Sasha was then going to be declared the number one contender to face uh, Ronda Rousey. And basically the tag champions would be the number one contenders for the WWE Women's Championships at Hell in a Cell, the next pay-per-view. And apparently Sasha was not good with that. She spent the day trying to convince Vince this is that Rhonda doesn't care about being here. That <laughs> she's bored. No, but more than anything, that hey, you know, we were kind of told back in February that you know we're going to become this tag team, and we agreed to it, and we put a lot of our time and energy into being this tag team. We came up with tag team maneuvers, came up with a tag team finisher. We really wanted to focus on being a tag team, and we were kind of assured that this was going to be uh, a thing, and all of a sudden now. We're being told that we're challenging for the singles titles and losing and not defending the tag team titles for the second straight pay-per-view. And, like, Sasha wasn't good with that. And so she had voiced to Vince, like, can we do anything else? Vince was basically like, no. And uh, Sasha and... So, before we get to that, I actually want to uh, make sure that this gets read on our show because this was the thing we haven't gotten to read specifically uh i what need to find it press release no yes specifically the the press release because this is what really got us so um midway through the show Corey graves uh notes that sasha and naomi unprofessionally walked out on monday night raw wwe then puts out a statement they never put out statements about anything never never not a press a, they don't release even, they don't even talk about 
releases anymore. They don't announce releases anymore. Mm. Sean Ross Sapp announces releases now. He is the official release guy. And WWE seems to be perfectly okay with Sean just being the release guy now. WWE put out the following statement. When Sasha Banks and Naomi arrived at the arena this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the main event of tonight's Monday Night Raw. During the broadcast, they walked into WWE head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis's office with their suitcases in hand, placed their tag team championship belts on his desk and walked out. They claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team champions. And even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents, even though they'd had matches with those individuals in the past with no consequence. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We are regret they? we were unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event. Are you fucking serious? They do this every week. How could they say that when they do what they just said almost on a weekly basis? No, nah, Reg, see, that was different because... <laughs> <laughs> Because, see, that's different because when when we say yeah. we're taking away your main event, that's that's us doing that. Yes. But when yeah. somebody else took away the main event from you, see, that's that's, that's where we have I get to it. apologize. No, it's different. It's so we didn't intend to take different. it from you, so therefore, that was different. Um, <laughs> shout out Friday, by the way. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> so. I had a problem with the statement and Corey Graves' uh, uh, commentary, which I recognized. You could tell by the wording of it. It was said by We know. We know that. Um, My beef with this, of course, from the moment it happened, and I knew it was going to happen, and we saw it all day Tuesday, was uh, that you just put a target on uh, two black women. And... People are going to start saying some shit. People who already feel a certain way about black women are going to basically uh, put it all out there. And they're going to make sure to put the target on them being black women. That yep. was the problem I specifically had with this particular person who uh, who made sure when Swerve tweeted his support for Sasha and Naomi, he didn't say the word black one time. But uh, this particular person came at Swerve with... Uh, uh, you know, he was like, wow. Here they come with this black shit, pretty much. Yeah, is what yeah, saying. basically what like, they said. Oh, he's was, making everything I, about race. Mm-hmm. And I thought, there was nothing in Swerve's tweet about that he never said the word black anywhere in the tweet. Um, not one place. So that was what kind of set me off. Because I knew it. I knew this is what was going to happen. Um, and I knew that uh, there's so much that's gone down behind the scenes that have essentially never been addressed on screen at all at all there's wwe th- could have suspended the two of them and again there's stuff that happened on screen that has never been addressed right yes. yeah that's never been addressed nothing about this had to be addressed you've also changed the matches mid-show before in a way that never had to be addressed but i recognize in this particular instance that they addressed it the way they did because they were angry, because they felt disrespected, and it became a case of we've got to do this this way because we need to send a message that this isn't how you do things. Oddly enough, I fully agree with uh, with how Sasha feels about these tag titles, to an extent. Um, 
And what I mean by that is, look, fool me once, shame on you, but like fool me 10,000 times and like you're not going to ever convince me that uh, WWE is going to take tag team wrestling seriously on nope. in, in any division. So yeah. um, even if they do it for a couple months like they did uh, last night, um, I recognize that long term, <laughs> never going to matter. Um, so... Uh, it's one of those things where I guess I applaud them for wanting it taken seriously, but also like, come on, you know, you knew uh, that um, you guys being placed in this tag team was uh, just to keep you guys happy uh, because they didn't have any actual singles plans for you. But at the end of the day, they broke up every women's tag team they've had. Hell, uh, Rhea Ripley has had Two of basically the same tag team breakup happened in less than a year with her and Nikki A.S.H. And then she turned around and did the exact same thing to Liv Morgan, um, almost in the exact same fashion. Uh, But you had to give her the chance to join the Purple Light District. (laughs) (laughs) But like, so uh, the. Hold on, I'm trying to pull up another statement here. Because the, the statement uh, from Thursday, well, yes, not Thursday, Friday, SmackDown uh, from Friday. I mean, so yeah, SmackDown, of course, Michael Cole had his uh, on screen statement about it, where then it was officially said, um, and it had been rumored for a couple of days that this was going to be the case, but that they have been suspended indefinitely. There are rumors over the fact that apparently Naomi and Sasha are right in the middle of contract negotiations. Um, the timing of that actually kind of makes sense because I'm pretty sure it was only uh, around this time in 2019 that Sasha had uh re-signed her contract contracts are typically three years um i know there were some rumors about five uh but uh there's never been anything official in that regard so if that's the case yeah sasha's right out about the point where she should be renegotiating her contract naomi apparently is along those same lines with the suspension there's usually time you can add to that uh and they probably will just to make sure that they don't go anywhere hot um, WWE removed all of their merchandise. So this is one of those cases where they don't even get to make any money while suspended. This is like a like straight up message being sent. That's that's the point that I knew it was when people say like, it's a work, it's a work. If WWE doesn't want money for themselves when they know they could capitalize off this. That's how you know. If they're like, no, we don't want that money. That's how you know shit's real. They always want money every time. So for them to be like, no, we're taking their merch down. We're taking any advertisement of them anywhere on any social media down says a lot about y'all, the situation. Y'all gotta cut y'all wrestler brain off, man. I, I know everybody wants to turn everything into a work, but not everything's a work. Yeah. They, it, well, you know. I mean, the, the, the biggest thing here is who's being worked. Like, nothing right. ha- was happening on screen that was related to this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, right. you know, um, because, again, it's all comparisons to the, the Brian Danielson thing, but like, uh, and how could that have been a work? But like, Brian Danielson um, the the big difference was that uh, his was that happened in the middle of a brawl with Jericho Appreciation Society and like that's who was being worked the audience in the arena was being worked there in this case who is being worked here um, besides yeah. the the workers uh, there's no storyline for this there's nothing so- that's being advanced for this they're off screen they're suspended. The, the tag team titles have been stripped. For people who didn't know the the, the joke I was making with the Hornswoggle thing, um, <laughs> when I posted Hornswoggle being stripped of the Cruiserweight title, um, 
the the joke there when I tweeted that yesterday. And for the record, I did tweet uh, the image of Hornswoggle handing over the Cruiserweight title was that they had him stripped of the belt in 2007. Then WWE.com said there will be a future tournament to crown a new Cruiserweight champion, which I guess wasn't wrong. It just happened a decade later. But uh, they Way just, in the future. They just uh, retired the belt and quietly moved it over to the former belt section and it was never brought up again. The idea that there would be a new cruiserweight champion crown never happened again. It was just gone. And my worry about the tag titles is that unless they like call up toxic attraction, they're going to look at the landscape and go, what tournament, what are we even going to do? What, what teams? So what teams? And then, so when you say work, though, call it. right? Cause I kept seeing people go, it's a work. It's a work. Um, what angle do you come at this and go, this is a work and it and it galvanizes heat, right? Because mm-hmm. where's the heat going? If this is a if this is Steph coming on screen and saying they're su- suspended and they're fired, blah 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 blah, you're getting heat on Stephanie, right? Where's this heat going? Because it, it looks like the company is doing this to them. It doesn't right. look like a character on screen is doing it to them. This mm-hmm, is the right. company itself doing all these things. Right. So there's no and, and furthermore, when you make it a work, when you use wording like unprofessional or they let us all down and they let down millions of fans. That's the company telling you that that is not a character right. on screen telling you that. So again, mm-hmm. who, where's the work going? Where, the what heat has to go somewhere. It can't just like, it's a work. Like if it's a work, then they're benefiting Sasha and Naomi and they're just, who, who does this benefit? Does this, it, does this make them look like better baby faces coming back by spending the entire week dragging them? They put that, they put that uh, press release everywhere. It was mm-hmm. on their website. It was on Twitter. It was on Instagram. It was on. They they got out to all the outlets and did it. Yeah. What? How does that make them? How does that make their return look good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that press release. They had little slideshows on Instagram with yeah. like, breaking it down. Like they had that thing everywhere. Well, this is totally to smear them. Heel, though? Yeah, it doesn't. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. I, I've, right. I've seen people say this too. It's a work, and it'll make them in the heels when they come back. Um, how does caring about the tag division make them heels? <laughs> they didn't care about creative. They're bad. <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> None of this makes sense, man. And these statements that Pat McAfee, not Pat McAfee, that um, the dude Corey Graves and Michael Cole have put out are awful. We know they're from Vince McMahon, and we know what they are to do. Anytime he does this to make an example especially on his shows we know what he's trying to do he's trying to bury these people he's trying to kill their momentum he's trying to you know do whatever he needs to do to establish that this whole show everything that's happening here is about him it's this machine it's wwe this is wwe this isn't about sasha banks about naomi this no this is about the wwe and you're gonna stand in line like they told leo like they told ACH, like they tell everybody and you're gonna follow along what we say because we are paying you i'm paying you for this I paid for that Wagyu beef that you're eating. I paid for it. I'm the reason that you're eating that steak was, now. That you know was I mean? nasty, like, by the way. Having having Corbin come out and give that promo that was a clear dig at, at her. Like, come on, man. That was... For, for the context... Wait, wait, wait. I didn't see this promo. Um, because I... So, it, here's the thing with me and SmackDown, by the way. SmackDown does not air live in Denver. Like, I can through the Fox app, but they made it, like, much harder to find. So, officially now, like, SmackDown's one of those shows that I catch the highlights of after the fact. Um, because, like, I've already seen everything uh, on Twitter spoiled for me. So, 
when I see Corbin promo, I usually just like skip. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so the promo for for Will in the context of people who didn't see it, um, the promo was Corbin coming out and cutting his promo promo on uh, Madcap Moss, and he started by going, you know, I'm your boss, you do what I say, blah blah blah, and then he said, you know, he was out here eating wagyu beef, blah blah blah. You eat steak when I say you can eat steak, and this is this is clear not reference to. Sasha saying, you know, I'm on Vince's level now. I eat steak like him. And then Corbin coming to saying, you only eat steak because of me, not like exactly. me. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's it's all a clear dig at Sasha. Ah, uh, man. Okay. That's clear clear dig at Sasha. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it just, it's just so much of this that they keep throwing it on their programming to knock them every chance they can get. It just feels like, for what reason? It's like, it just it just all feels like we wouldn't have known any of this we wouldn't if you did not keep putting this on our televisions that they walked out. None of us would know they walked out. And I get it. You got to look at this two ways. Um, they probably felt a way that they had to turn around and give us a different match at SummerSlam. And it looked like they reneged on a match, right? That mm-hmm. made them look bad. And so, you know, Sasha is also in the middle of that. So... They're also looking at it like, well, you know, we covered for you last time. We're not covering for you again. That's how it felt like to me. Um, and I could be off, but it definitely felt like that to me. Like we're not gonna take the we're not gonna take the hit for false advertising a match again for you. Behind you, yeah, I could see that definitely. But and that's like she did, they didn't have to do it that time. They could have came out not. and said from the jump, like it's they not my not. fault that they you could, advertised me all the way up into the match. They could have changed the match I, I the guess week the, of the biggest uh, thing coming out of this i think is like naomi everything kind of surrounding naomi because everything has kind of been put onto sasha's back like sasha did this naomi's nasty ex-best partner tried to get some takes off to say that Ariane, this is all sasha's listen. fault like what Ariane, relax <laughs> please relax relax you can't <laughs> it's not time to be trying to get a job right now lady relax read the room but yeah it seems like people are saying that it's all sasha when Naomi hasn't look at all the things that's happened to Naomi. Look at when she was set up with the the hashtags and everything. They could have, you know, let her go, did all these things with her. They did nothing. There's so many times where she could have been set up for greatness and they did nothing. This isn't just a one-time occurrence where Naomi's finally, oh, she's fed up because of what happened. No, she's fed up because of years of things that would happen. She's not following along with Sasha. She's going along with what happened to her. That's totally separate than Sasha. And she was sold these lies or whatever they told too that the tag team championships are going to be important, bigger roles on shows, all these things. And then when you don't do it and then you pivot and, and I hate when they pivot on something and then they're like, well, this is what you wanted. You're getting a title shot, but it's like, no, dude, I've wanted what you told me you were going to get. There's going to be people that do that. Oh, they were going to, they're going to have the two title matches at the pay-per-view. So what were they mad about? Um, Mm -hmm. No, stop, stop promising me things and pulling the rug under uh, from under us. That is right. probably what they're mad about. I can't speak for them, of course, but well, if you look- uh, this is what I've been trying to find this whole time. If people have been wondering what I've been staring at, um, was that of course there was a, uh, some details kind of dropped from, um, Adidas head 88, uh, who, um, was given permission to share the story. I will read, uh, kind of, details adidas had 88 of course is followed by uh naomi and so at least didn't didn't melter say that some of the stuff he said is true as well 
Yeah. Mm. So uh, regardless, I'm going to read exactly what Adidas Head 88 said, which was, you were approached in February as being put in a tag team after both being promised big feuds at WrestleMania. You bite the bullet and put everything you got into being a tag team. It works. You get over, win the titles at WrestleMania, and become uh, merch pushers. Five weeks into your reign, you show up to live TV and ready to work. You are told you will be in the main event, and you are both happy. You both are then told that one of you will be going over from pinning the other. You have questions why that decision was made and how it helps y'all. You request a meeting with your boss to discuss it. Your boss takes the meeting, and everything is actually going well. He understands your concerns, the meeting ends well, and the match is told to be reconstructed. For some reason, uh, producers get mad about it. You then ask, uh, with one of your members going over, what happens to your titles? You're basically told that you will just be carrying the belts, that uh, they want to use you both to help both women's champions get more over, and that being Bianca versus Naomi and uh, Sasha versus Ronda. Um, and give me a second because the, the screen just lost all of that. But there's way more details here. <laughs> There's um, way more details here on why uh, this is a problem, um, and I'm getting there in a second. Uh, yeah, and so I know there are other reports yeah, that come going. out, came out, and disputed some of this stuff, but I think the, I think the basis of it is true. If yeah. if I had to guess, um, of right. course we don't know this for sure, um, but I do feel like the basis of what their issue with the match was is is true. Oh wait wait okay I got the rest. Um, and so neither one of you will win the solo titles and you won't defend your tag titles until money in the bank, which of course is the pay-per-view after hell in a cell. So that means a time from now, that means two pay-per-views will have gone by right money in the banks in July. Mm -hmm. So, um, that means two pay-per-views will have gone by without a tag title defense. Uh, they said you ask for another meeting with your boss, but this time you are being called spoiled. A producer walks away screaming. He comes back and tells both of you to fix your attitudes. Uh, y'all have a brief meeting amongst yourselves and decide to stand up for yourselves. You go to another boss and make it clear that you just have concerns. You ask why we are even in the match and why aren't other women in it. You ask why your titles have no stories for two months. Uh, again, you are met with fix your attitudes. Um, so after one final meeting with yourselves and asking others, you make the ultimate decision as a team. Um, it's sad how one side is trying to create a fucked up narrative. Also, it was asked why were Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop in the match instead of starting their program tonight because that's who they thought they were going to be feuding with. Um, Naomi nor Sasha talked down about being in the ring with either one. I don't know how that got flipped. Um, I mentioned on uh, uh, what show was that uh, where um, uh, Pillar to Post. Uh, sorry, I did a bunch of podcasts this week, but I was you on lost. I did. I did lose. Come on. Um, but I was on Pillar to Post this week, and I talked about how um, what's interesting is that WWE um, kind of gets to have a bit of a technicality on the Sasha Naomi thing. Because one of the statements they made, if you go back and read it, it was it said they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents, even though they'd had matches with those individuals in the past with no consequence. They didn't say which two. People just assumed because Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop weren't in the match that that's who that's being talked about, right? But um, on the technicality that they're obviously voicing displeasure with having matches with Bianca Belair and ronda rousey i think 
that's the technicality. And I'm talking about this from like a libel standpoint, like if WWE were ever like sued by these two because they could claim, hey, we never said we didn't want to face anybody. It's like, well, that's not true. You actually did say you didn't want to face Bianca and uh, and Ronda Rousey at the pay-per-view. That's two of your opponents. You had faced them before. So we weren't lying. We just never said what to. Um, I feel like that's the technicality they'd probably win on that argument on. Regardless, all of that sounds plausible, right? Yes. That none of that sounds... Uh, like That's a story it, we've heard before. I've heard wrestlers tell this exact story. They were supposed to do something, and then they change the whole fucking thing as, as they as it goes along. So this isn't this doesn't sound wild. Any of that story that sounds very plausible to what now happened. as of the final uh, rundown, or at least the final rundown before the match was changed. Um, we do know that uh, Naomi wasn't going to be pinning Sasha, mm-hmm. um, but. So at least they got that piece of it changed, but it sounds like that was the original plan. They at least got argued out of that, but regardless, they just wanted something for their tag team titles. But I think the ultimate thing here is just that the attitude behind um, putting them on blast just doesn't sit right with me. The way it was talked about on screen, the way Michael Cole um, gave the statement and talked about letting down millions of WWE fans and disappointing the locker room, all of that. Like, none of that needed to be put out there. I don't think it did. Uh, so I guess my question for you two is, what do you think uh, the future holds for Sasha and Naomi? Um, so, yeah, before I say that, before I answer that question, I, I, when, I, when I listened to the Cole commentary this week, it made some of the things in the press release make sense because I was wondering, why, why even mention that they had problems working with two people I'm like that's so inconsequential to them working walking out. What is? But then it it occurred to me because you're trying to make it look like that they had problems with people that they were working with, so that you can create distrust in a locker room for them. Yep. That whole yes. press release is not to just get fans to distrust them; it's to get people in the locker room to distrust them. It's to diminish the brand that they were creating outside of the company. That's why they released it to other outlets outside of wrestling. This was oh, a three-point attack. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, four-point. Because also, the idea that, you know, everybody's talking about, um, well, what's next for them? Could we see them appear in another company? Could they sign elsewhere? And it's like, well, not, you know, one of the things we can do to hurt that narrative is to paint them as unprofessional. Make yeah, it so exactly. that another company wouldn't be interested in signing them either. Like, yeah. there's there's a lot here. Yeah, that, Even that was... though guys have walked out on creative plenty. Now, mm-hmm. I know the issue here, the, the main difference, because I keep hearing it, I know we'll hear it, um, is that the show had already started at this point. But You mean the they show been... that they're constantly rewriting as it's starting, that they've been doing for the last mm-hmm. 20 fucking and not years? Ju- not just this, uh, but you know, some have argued that uh, I have heard from... Look, nobody in WWE is stupid enough to come out and publicly support that doesn't mean the support doesn't exist in the locker room. It absolutely does. But uh, the reason you're seeing the support from other locker rooms is because it have, it's of no consequence to them. Whereas people on screen are kind of ha- – people in WWE on screen are kind of having to play it safe. But they're talking to other people. One of the things yeah. I heard um, was that uh, they they don't know for sure. And so I'm not going to say I know for sure either. But they were like, but I don't think – they said that I don't know that Sasha and Naomi even left during the show. They just didn't realize they were there during the show mm. um, was what I was told. 
and that was interesting. And they're mm. like, I'm not sure when exactly they left, but it's that was when Vince was told was five minutes into the show that hey, they're not here anymore. Mm. Um, so they could have been gone for an hour by that point. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I don't know that. I, I but mean, uh, yeah, people that are like nobody's supporting them. You gotta you gotta use your common sense on this. If they are coming out and dragging these two women all week, why would you then come behind them and support them and think you're still gonna be on TV and still yeah. think you're gonna get plans that you had in place before that? Like nobody's going to mess up their position in the company. Bro. And they're I don't like, think wow. Sasha and Naomi are like, you guys need to come and support me. They know what's going on. They know the This but this is a strategic move. It was yeah. look. If they if they think they're gonna walk out after what we've done for them, uh, you know we're gonna make sure that their Hollywood opportunities are hurt. We're gonna make sure that their other wrestling opportunities are hurt. We're gonna make sure that they're painted in a bad light with not only other wrestling companies but other wrestlers. So that like yeah, you got it all right. This is a strategic um, attack plan uh, to make it so that there isn't a whole lot to gain from. Uh, working with Sasha Banks again because right. WWE does have good Hollywood standing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it is one of those things where Sasha Banks had Star Wars opportunities last year and that didn't come through WWE. But uh, so that means that she does possibly have the uh, the ground game to be able to get those opportunities herself, but not if she's painted in a light of being difficult to work with. Right. Uh, we've seen what that does. Uh, one of the things that we've seen what the, that's done to women in particular, yeah, exactly. We've exactly. Particularly uh, po- seen what that's done to black mm-hmm. women. Yep. The point I was actually going to bring up was Janet Hubert. Um, she was, oh, uh, and Viv, <laughs> right? Dark skin and Viv. Uh, yeah. So, she talked about, and one of the things that I never truly understood till I heard it from her mouth herself when she talked about it on the Fresh Prince reunion was Will painted her out to be difficult to work with. And the moment that that happened, her opportunities dried up. Um, and she said, because do you know how much hearing from somebody with a word of authority that a black woman is difficult to work with do you know what that does? And she was like, especially when from my side, you're like, you didn't even let me tell my side of it. You simply let me uh, take the heat and take that fall. And that's it. I was basically ostracized because Will Smith was the darling and she wasn't. And that's why he felt the way he did when he realized how much power there was in his statements mm-hmm. uh, back then. And that's why and he no slapped one... Chris Rock afterwards. He had to get that <laughs> frustration out. And, like, there is a lot of power in this statement. And mm-hmm. uh, like, that's the big thing I have an issue with. You yep. know, if this was all handled behind the scenes, the way pro wrestling, the way anything is handled behind the scenes, it'd be one thing if all this was leaking. And it did leak, right? Like, Sean reported on it because Sean is a good backstage reporter. He gets that kind of information. You know, uh, Mike Johnson is a great reporter at that kind of stuff as well. Um, and I, I feel like that's kind of where that stuff could have stayed because yeah. that stuff doesn't even have a whole lot of reach with the non online people. And when I say that, obviously everybody's online, but there's a lot of people in the audiences. I see it all the time. Every time I go to a wrestling show of people who just don't follow that kind of stuff, yeah. when they even yeah. known it would have just been like a, a Oh, so it, even if they had just put on WWE.com, Sasha Banks, Naomi suspended, probably wouldn't have gone uh, terribly far with the, larger wwe audience but you had to do it on tv 
You had to make sure that those words got out there. Yeah, Michael Cole make a statement. You had to tell everybody that they've been suspended. WWE has literally never announced a suspension on television. Roman Reigns was WWE champion, got suspended for wellness violation. He didn't bring that up on screen. Not till it was needed for storylines, but at the time, Roman was just gone and we just didn't talk about it. And I feel like that's how they could have handled it. Right. Yeah, yeah and I saw a story yesterday. Uh, you asked what was going to happen eventually with these people. Not a story, but some tweets about Sasha Banks and Naomi never going to AEW. You guys know zero about Sasha Banks and how much she loves fucking pro wrestling. When she was out before, she was in Japan training to become a better pro wrestler. Like, this isn't like... Like, Sasha's probably on her way to going Hollywood and being an actress, but at the core of it, she fucking loves pro wrestling. So she's going to do whatever she is to pro wrestling. This whole thing is based off of that. She's mad because she wanted to have great pro wrestling storylines and matches and help and aid in being a pro wrestler. She's mad because she wants to pro wrestle. So what do you think she's going to do after this? She's not going to give it up. She's not going to be like, oh, they killed my dream forever. I'm out of here. No, she's going to keep doing that dream. She's doing this for the betterment of pro wrestling. So I don't think anybody knows as far as that's concerned. I think it's uh, kind of weird to even make a declarative statement any way shape in any way other than let's see what happens right if you had asked me a year ago i probably would have made a declarative statement of oh yeah cody's not going back to wwe are you crazy right. like that <laughs> that don't even sound right yeah. uh, even though shout out to the people who informed me of that two years ago who were like hey i think cody's gonna end up back in wwe uh and i mentioned that on this show that i had heard that uh and i shrugged it off and texted that person like damn how the hell <laughs> did you call that <laughs> but uh, but again um it's one of those things where uh in this industry it, it you can never say never because I am of the belief that anything can happen and will happen. Like, period. Yeah. There's, uh, uh, you know. They said Ultimate Warrior wasn't going to come back. He came back and he died. That's how hardcore yeah, this that's, is. That's my, that's my stance on things. I am never willing to count any possibilities out in pro wrestling till somebody's in the ground. That is mm -hmm. the only way that something ain't actually going to happen. And even right. then, there's pieces of me that are like, Something's what if Eddie happen. did come back? Right, no, um, they, like, uh, well, holograms you know, and shit, and, like they like, make it wrestling happen. is such a crazy sport where just so much happens, and uh, I think anybody who is willing to say that something's just never going to happen, crazy, it's, it, yeah, you're crazy. Especially you've watched these last the last year should tell you anything can and probably will happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, CM Punk that... sat here and said, "I'm never, ever, ever coming back." Bro, never, for ever. so long, was like, "No, I'm not. Yeah. Stop asking me. Stop talking to me." And we see him every Wednesday. That man wrestles every week. <laughs> man, those people that are like, she would never go anywhere else. Clearly, they don't feel that way because then they would have just released her when she exactly. asked for her release in 2019. Right. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. know she would go somewhere else, and they know she would kill it. Yeah. Um, I know I just really feel that in my gut. They know that she would be a game changer for another company. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we all kind of know that her in that women's division, in AEW, she would be a game changer. Um, right. And I, again, I just feel like a lot of this is clearly aimed at Sasha more than anything. And it's just uh, that's not to say that Naomi is not taking the wrath of this as well. But it's so much of it that feels like it's aimed directly at Sasha. Yeah. Um, I think a big piece of why that is, though is that 
Sasha is historically more vocal. She yeah. is a vocal person. So that is, it has come down to over the last few years, people have felt like, well, you never really hear much from Naomi as far as taking umbrage with creative, but you have heard that from Sasha. So that's, you know, and so that's they could where, just put it all on Sasha. Like she's yeah, then, always done this. It's her. Yeah, right. And, and, and that's, that's why Cameron was straight up like, uh, well, obviously, you know, I, I, I know my girl wouldn't have done that, so this has got to be a Sasha thing. Uh, and like, yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was nasty. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I think that's what makes me a little bit more upset with some of the stuff on Naomi's behalf because Naomi's kind of like the Obama of wrestlers. Like she's mm-hmm. just not going to say anything negative. She's always going to yeah. stay upbeat, even if yep. she's getting like a whole bunch of negative stuff in her mentions or people are being racist. And I'm sure she's experienced a lot of stuff in this industry that she just doesn't talk about. She's right. always like, nope, I, I'm here to do a job. You know, I'm going to stay positive. I'm only going to say so much. And so to throw all that on her and call her of all people unprofessional is just ridiculous. That's crazy. Um, like, of any people in the world to call unprofessional, Naomi is not that. Like, she came to work for you guys. Anytime you guys wanted her to do something, yeah, this situation had changed because she's tired of you doing all your bullshit. Like, of course, she can't keep taking it forever, but she's been on the front lines for y'all everywhere. She went to fucking Saudi Arabia. She's been, she's done everything you guys have asked of her and to say she's unprofessional because of this stupid-ass moment is insane on tv nah. it's just like that's crazy it, and yeah i think that's the main thing is like disrespecting these black women has gotten to stop and you can't put this difficult thing on them like they try to put on any black woman that speaks up for herself it's just not fair it's bullshit and you know what you're doing up there you sons of bitches i'll say <laughs> this i have always felt for years that trinity fatu is a way better name than naomi and, yeah, Trinity uh, Fatu is a badass name. Trinity and, in general is just a badass. I name. think that I yeah, and um, you know, there's always been all this talk of what Total Divas did for uh, women's fandom and pro wrestling. Total Divas fans know her as Trinity because yep. she wasn't Naomi on that show because that ain't mm-hmm. her name. Um, and yep. uh, I I remember I told the story before, but I sat next to a fan at a show one time who was a Total Divas fan. And that's why they bought tickets. They didn't watch Raw or SmackDown. And when Naomi came out, they're like, oh, Trinity! And I was like, yeah! And mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, like, because I, I didn't watch Total Divas, so I'm like, that's Naomi. But like, I guess I know that because it's a real name, but... Uh, look, I wouldn't cool. be mad to see Naomi with the gloves off. we never seen her do... These are, you know, we've they, seen her entire really career has been in a WWE career. Everything we've ever seen as mm-hmm. her of her as a wrestler has been inside WWE, so like... I mean, if she went somewhere else, I'd be kind of interested to see how it went, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They've never really given her a due. And I think the other thing that makes all of this crazy, and I talked about this in an article I wrote this week, is that they were everywhere. It's not like it's not like they were tag team champions and it was like, all right, well, what do we do next? Like, no, Sasha was everywhere for a full month. She was doing all this, all this outside media stuff. Naomi had just done the interview with Rosenberg for Hot 97. They're, they were out here. Um, and so name another woman on that roster that was as visible outside of the company as them. Maybe Becky, because she, she did the boxing weigh-in. But she did that with Bianca. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, you know, all the people that are visible right now are Naomi, Sasha, and Bianca. And to take two of those people that are visible and go, we don't have plans for you as a tag team, 
makes absolutely no sense. And then to go further than we don't have plans for you as a tag team. No, we're absolutely going to try and bury you and diminish your star power. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's counterproductive and it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for them as a company. And, and the bigger thing here too, is that um, I think the last 20 years resulted in a lot of this boldness kind of being lost. Mm-hmm. That uh, when WCW and WWF were um, truly, you know, the Monday Night War was at its height. It's talked about kind of in a negative light. But one of the things that wrestlers had was pull. You had to keep the wrestlers happy because they were going to jump to the other company. And so there was a lot of, you know, the, the phrases, that doesn't work for me, brother. Um, but a big piece of that <laughs> was that... Uh, you know, you had to sign. You had to keep the wrestlers happy for the longest time. And then when WCW disappeared, what the wrestlers kind of lost was their leverage. And that's where a lot of the creative stuff got in the position it got into, right? Because there wasn't really a position for wrestlers to stand up for themselves creatively. Because it's like, what the fuck else am I going to do? I'm at the top of the industry. I'm in the biggest company I could be in. I'm making the most money I'm going to make. And uh, any place else I go is going to be a dramatic step down yep what do i do and it's like so for a long time this culture got created over the last 20 years of you don't you don't say anything you uh you absolutely stick with what creative has for you and you know we heard that message from john cena all the time of when people would ask hey john cena why do you do these whack storylines sometimes and john cena said you know this is wwe and you do what you're supposed to do um and you ride for the company but like the culture's changed this last three years you can make money now and you can get clout now. And it's like, it, it can work in so many different ways that um, there does need to be more of a culture, I think, of wrestlers standing up for certain things creatively and standing up against certain things creatively. Because as an outside viewer, who's not just backstage, just looking the grand scheme of things, I agree with what Sasha was feeling about that. Yep. I, you know, it's like- People have said online, their complaints are their are the same complaints that Sasha and Naomi apparently like, had. What, you know what sense I mean? would that have made? Naomi's not even on Raw. Right. You don't have anybody on Raw that could have challenged for the Raw Women's Championship. Like like I said, I have an issue with this the brand split right now because you're half-assing it right now. And this is another time where it's being half-assed, where it's like, we don't have any challengers that we're ready to have lose to Bianca, so we're going to pull somebody from SmackDown to do it. No, that's not how this shit is supposed to work. You have rosters for a reason, and you were about to pull somebody from the other roster to do it. When what those two were supposed to be trying to do was uh, establish themselves as a tag team. But look, I'm sure Sasha's also fed up too. This woman has also spent the last four years trying to get these tag team titles to matter that she fought to even get their existence and came in and uh her and bailey were the first tag team champions they had fought to even get the tag team titles to exist they got them they got them and obviously they had problems with the creative and taking them off of them and it's like these tag team titles have had so much bouncing around and so much shit where they keep destroying the division uh I, I keep looking at the WrestleMania graphics for each tag team title match. And each year, it, I look at it like the tag teams who were in last year's t- women's tag team title match don't even exist anymore. Um, every year, this keeps happening. Obviously, they want it to be a thing. And I can also just see getting fed up with it of like, look, you made the promise again this year. And this is like third time's a charm. I'm done with this. 
and Happy stop belts. asking me to do you favors to get Ronda over. Let's let's right. let's, let's let's just let's yep. get to the shits with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have been you have been putting your women's division on hold for Ronda for almost three years. Yep. Um, you. No, longer than three years. Four. She debuted Four. in 2018, uh, 2018 you, beginning of 2018. Female Brock Lesnar. So, you, you had Sasha put Ronda over at Royal Rumble, right? Sasha was possibly the most talked about wrestler at Royal Rumble this year. And she still needed to lose so Ronda could come in and win, right? She didn't get her match with Sasha, with Charlotte, at WrestleMania so Ronda could get her match that nobody cared about. Um, and now, you know, now that Charlotte's gone, all right, we need somebody again to... Give her a big win. We need a big star. Oh, Sasha, can you do this? No. No, because I, I am everywhere. Ronda's not everywhere. Ronda's mm-hmm. not doing mainstream outlets right now. Ronda is not hitting right now. Why am She's I putting her over? <laughs> and I mean, that's not a knock at Ronda personally, but from a business point of view, why does that make sense? You're still trying to get us to get Ronda over. No, Ronda's not clicking, fam. Like, change what you're doing with her. <laughs> and, and not just that, though. I'm sure... Because I also feel like, from Sasha's perspective, maybe she wouldn't have a problem with putting Ronda over. She might have, but not but again... while. But but not while I'm also doing something that is that I'm actively trying to get. That's going to diminish my title if I put that but, over. It ain't even you that know? you're trying to put something else over. I'm a champion. Respect the fact that yeah. I'm a champion. <laughs> yeah. Stop, I am a champion, and you're still asking me to do favors for y'all for Ronda. Yeah. What sense right. does that make? Like, no, nah, I, I, I'm sorry. I am with the wrestlers in this regard simply because I feel like um, I want people to stand up against bad creative. And that's in any company. If you, if you personally feel that something is going to be ineffective to your career and you can see it beforehand, you can see what's going to happen. And you are somebody who traditionally has been carrying things. Sasha in the last three years has elevated her stock so much she yes. is a star in every regard and to not like the fact that you could sell tickets to these boston events and simply sell them on the idea that sasha is going to be here that's a yes. star sasha is the draw and that's that's the point i'm making and, and don't get me wrong i don't want anybody to read this like i'm saying that sasha might have a problem with ronda i don't think that this is me personally saying i have a problem with you constantly asking her to to put Ronda over. No. Why is she still putting Ronda mm-hmm. over at this point when she's the hot hottest act right now? Right. She's a hotter act than Ronda. Why is she putting her over? That doesn't make sense to me. I mean, nah, Bianca and Naomi were getting over as a tag team. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I feel like we've exhausted as much as we can exhaust on this topic. Let's leave it to the floor because there's uh Sasha Banks, the greatest WWE women's wrestler of all time, and she'll always have that. So, thank you. We are going to uh, basically, just because of time now, <laughs> we're going to wrap the show on basically a lot of the Super Chats and Humper Chats we got, and we'll discuss what comes out of those. Um, SJ just says, uh, I'm pressed to WWE. A <laughs> uh, people are. They're annoying. They're an annoying company, man. The most annoying <laughs> Um, and D'Lo Diggs says, sup fellas and my Marshawn Lentz, I'm just here so I won't get fined. Yeah. Uh, so here's my number chat, uh, thing about Humper chat. Also, I remember <laughs> when MJ died, I was in the middle of listening to human nature. Damn. Damn. Uh, 
Man, um, shout out to d so One Sweet Chris says, hope the Grap City boys are having a wonderful day. When are we getting more Grap City merch? That's a good question. We should That's probably, a great question, actually. We should uh, look yeah. into some more merch. That is a great question. Soon. Uh, and Van Twinblade says, instead of spending 10 bucks on this post, I'll just link to the Reddit post I made. Fuck the Fed. And sent a link to the Reddit post. Reddit, um, baby. You know, I'm going to read it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got the Glory Pro card. Uh, so I will read the Reddit post uh, off your um, with the Glory Pro card. Uh, with the marquee match, Eddie Kingston versus Davey Richards. Michael Outlaw versus Warhorse for the Crown of Glory title. Rahit Raju continues his bastardly ways against Laney Luck. Mm. Uh, the team of Alpha Omega uh, take on the reuniting team of Jordan Oliver and Myron Reed. Ooh, Injustice, my homies. Uh, Midwest Territory Champion Tootie Lynn takes on Shazza McKenzie. Shazza's out here. She's everywhere. And shout out to Tootie Lynn. She's done, having a great run. Dan the Dad versus Cody Lane in a ladder match for the Deed to Dan's house. <laughs> wow. Okay. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> okay, I like it. Hey, for real, though, check out Glory Pro. Yeah, no, for real. Glory Pro is doing some amazing things. Every time they have a card, it's fire. All those wrestlers are amazing. Rohit's going to be amazing. He's amazing in the inter- inter- intergender matches, so that should be a great match. Yeah. Lizzie Som sent us a uh, uh, Humper Chat. Says, I am a 69, nice, year old, uh, year old white woman. Uh, said, been watching wrestling since the early 70s. Um, just wanted to tell you that I am still learning from Grapsity. Wow, that is that's crazy. That's amazing. Wow, that's that is amazing. Thank you, Lindsay. That's super cool. Uh, yeah, you've seen all Lizzie. Thank you, Lizzie. You've seen all the uh, if you've been watching wrestling for that long, you've seen and she said Blassie and Tolos was who and... she started with. So, wow, hmm. wow, shout out, Lizzie. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank we you got for the 69 year olds watching us. Yeah, nice. Um, let's see, Lonzo. Uh, Shout out Rodwell. to my uh, older ladies. I love them. I know some. Uh, it says, watch it. I am so pumped for next week. You think he's joking, by the way? Uh, I am. It's real. <laughs> it's real. Uh, I am so pumped for next weekend. First time going to Vegas for Double or Nothing weekend. Flying in from Baltimore. It's about to be lit AF. Shout out to Grab City Boys. Hey, Vegas is going to be crazy. I have to give a shout out to uh, Violence and Suffering Wrestling. They're having a show. Next Thursday night, they have an incredible card. They're going to be in Vegas. A lot of things are happening in Vegas. If you're going to be in Vegas and you want to see something beyond the amazing things that AEW is going to do, uh, there's a lot of GCWs there. A lot of suffering wrestling is there. Future Stars of Wrestling is there. Find you some great wrestling to watch. Chris, Chris Bay is my wife's be never been to an indie in show. Vegas, so. <laughs> my wife's never been to an indie show, so she's uh, she's excited. coming. That's yeah. awesome. There's <laughs> a lot of great. Yeah, co- yeah uh, Phil mentioned Chris Bay. He's home in Las Vegas, so you know outside, he's bro. gonna be. He's, he's got Woo. a lot of matches going that weekend. Yeah. Uh, Shot Kid Twenty Nine says, "I know there's been Hollywood talk, but I don't see Sasha leaving wrestling entirely if mm-hmm. she got out of WWE. You don't see? just go train in Japan just on a lark. Like, oh. no, she's a wrestling fan. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. think <sighs> she's not I... a just WWE fan. She worked her whole career to get to WWE, but she loves pro wrestling." Like, I mean, just out of curiosity, outside, like, I feel like the examples people think exist are kind of the exceptions and not the rules. Like, who has truly walked away from pro wrestling after having a major career in it? Uh, people that didn't really 
see wrestling as a future to begin with. They just right. wanted to see wrestling as a as a but, stop. But uh, who now. is that? Like, I who mean, just walked away from wrestling like that? Besides The Rock, like he's like the I was gonna say Goldberg felt like that, but he's been back a million times. He yeah. always comes back. <laughs> he might still have matches. Goldberg ain't done. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's rare. Uh, yeah, that is a good question. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, I feel like people keep saying this like it's a normal thing of like, oh, not. no, she's going to leave wrestling forever and not come back. Who's done that? No one has. I mean, it, it depends on, of course, because some people, you also have to equate for, you know, father time comes for all of us, right? Yeah. Yes. And, and she could have injuries that we don't know about, but I don't know if that's the case. I mean, I feel like if that was the case, then... Then the, that's what we'd hear. But, like... That's what we hear, but I feel like people that are just like, oh, she's done after a certain amount of time. She's Hollywood, baby. Like, no. even if she is, I feel like she's gonna work a certain schedule. Yep. Yeah. No, I Wrestling's mean, I gonna have, be in there somehow. I have not seen that. Like, you have to keep in mind, The Rock is the exception to every rule. That guy came in and... <laughs> But then uh, he has a TV show called Young Rock, like wrestling's forever. You know what I mean? Like you can't get away from this shit. <laughs> Come on, man, and Ro- like, Roman and, Rock, buddy. And like nobody else has gone from uh, pro wrestling to becoming the highest paid actor in Hollywood, except for The Rock. Mm-hmm. Nobody else has done that. So like that's nobody's it. walked away from wrestling like that. Mm-hmm. Don't say that. Like that's not a thing. That's Mm-mm. not. That's not normal. That's not. Uh, you can't you like, haven't been the, to a wrestling convention wrestlers are in this shit till they die bro all i know the fact <laughs> from the that top again, to the bottom <laughs> rick flair is about to have a match nobody a match. Lo- nobody leaves pro wrestling man <laughs> like this is we 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 don't we don't want it bro we don't I, please keep it flair don't keep man. it buddy i don't yo, want we steamboat was like now. nah not me yeah bro. steamboat was like yo <laughs> hey don't quit calling here bro i'm not trying to do that listen bro i retire bro leave me alone <laughs> Yeah, one more all payday, bro. Is, the glory. <laughs> all I'm saying is, uh, for those who have had major careers in it and ha- then did it because they had a love for it, yeah, show me proof. Tom DeValley, uh, LaValley, sorry, says uh, women's match quality has definitely been up recently since Kenny Omega has come back to produce. I'm here for it. Get these women on TV. Hey, I'm telling you, them showcase four ways. I want to see them again. Shout out uh, to the cleaner, man. Hey, I just noticed certain matches have got back on TV. You are getting things like uh, Serena getting the, the promo in ring. I know people were saying it was rough, but we do need more in ring promos for the women on AEW. That's a good thing. Uh, Shot Kid also says, I tell everyone, pro hockey live is one of the best live sports experiences you can have. I can kind of agree with that, but um, I can only do like super aggressive drunk white people so much. And I did, I went to a uh, hockey game in the last three years, and it was like, these dudes are fucking serious, man. And they are like drunk and ready to fight like everybody else. Like, I am, I don't. Know how I feel here right yes, now. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It says uh, the kinetic and physical play is easy to get into in person. It was easy to get into the game. I went to a game back in 2019. Um, and Live sports are always fun, man. It yeah. doesn't, no. Uh, but let's see what else we got. Uh, continuing on. Next one is from Bridget. It says, I have learned so much from y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. You guys are being amazing today, man. Yeah. We're just, you know, we're enjoying it. Van Twinblade says, leave a thumbs up, you filthy marks. I do agree. Leave a thumbs yeah. up. Always leave, leave a thumbs up. up, you guys. Yeah, thumbs up. In there. Uh, please, if you haven't thought about doing so. 
here's some bucks for Megazord. Shout out to my dude. Oh, yeah, I, I collect Megazord. Shout, I got shout, out, a, uh, shout, shout out to Austin, man. I just I pointed out. Long. Ready? Right there. Uh, there's Falcon Zord. And right there, there's a. Speaking of bucks, young bucks and fucking hardies, bro, and double or nothing. That's a dragon. That's a dragon zord right there, and I also have the ninja megazord back there as well. Um, so I am a big kid, and luckily I don't have to um, meet any new ladies at this stage of my life. How do you explain all the stuffs? <laughs> nah, luckily, this was like, once my wife and I moved in together, then I was like, hey, so listen. Um, I got stuff. It's gonna look crazy in there. I'm just telling you that. Luckily, the only the funny thing is when we got together, the only belt I had was this one, mm-hmm. and uh, then the belt collection grew as as time nah, went on. But that was the only one I had, it, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I only had one poster, and now I, I yeah, I, I I I am a super dork. I I always say Dragon Caesar just because it sounds like a cooler name. After I saw Super Sentai, I'm like, this Dragon Caesar just sounds like a cooler name than Dragon Ball. Oh, I love Super Come Sentai. On. It's a great series. I don't know what. Uh, but y'all specifically, are about. What, Super, I don't know. Super what Sentai is, is what Japanese Power Rangers. Rangers. Oh, okay. Okay. Z Ranger was the name of the Japanese version of Mighty Morphin. Um, PPP loans all out here, y'all. Yes. Austin, Austin on these yeah. PP streets, bro. <laughs> Shout out Grapsity, AJ, AJ Dwayne. These PP streets is wild. <laughs> Orion Ben says, I appreciate that Naomi and Sasha want to build up the tag titles, but it's time to say that the titles are cursed. Sasha and Bailey, Iconics, now this. Yeah, um, pretty much. They are cursed at this point. Um, I mean, cursed would imply that, like, something natural is happening to them and not, like, negligence. <laughs> yeah. So I can't just, like, say it's cursed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm. And also said, now about the statement, unprofessional by the WWE and left the door open for those racists in the weeds to take That's all aim they did. You can't Sasha give your fans, you can't give them fans any room ammo. For You're anything. giving it to them. Anytime you give them ammo, they're going to use it, bro. So don't. Yeah. Uh, Nathan DePaul said McAfee looked like he wanted no part of that nonsense. Uh, I watched that video where they zoomed in on Pat's side and he's just like, when when, uh, Michael Cole says millions were disappointed, he's like, what? (laughs) Pat's face said everything. That was, that was classic. Yeah, I loved it. Board Dude 360 Mm -hmm. says, how can they have a tournament with no teams? I'm telling you, they are going to call up Toxic Attraction. Uh, There's still only four teams. Are they going to do a four-team tournament at this point? I mean, at this point, they should just put they should just put Rhea and Raquel together. They've always wanted to be a tag team anyway. Um, I don't know why they won't just do it. Purple. Purple stuff. Yeah, that's why. On. Nobody cares about that stuff. Purple stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. We got another one from Zachary. says, have you seen Sasha Banks on Cold as Balls? Yes. Yeah. It was Again, Sasha's out hilarious. here. She's out here. Uh Outsider Kid ninety three says WWE putting that statement out to me is unprofessional. That's, that's like my job. That's like my job putting me on blast after I walk out. It wouldn't happen. And we you're the about one that. being unprofessional. How do you? We not talked get about this? that earlier this year. We talked about that when I uh, equated what Tony did with uh, Big Swole to essentially Walmart responding to a um, glass door review. Like right. Like you are the powers that be. Like you 
don't have to do that because no. at that point you're always going to be fine. But what you're doing here is making sure that the talent isn't going to be, and you don't have to do that. Um, nope. nope. It's the exact same thing I said with Tony at the beginning of the year. Uh, uh WWE putting that statement. Oh, you said that, uh, we read that one already. Um, <laughs> see, Kieran George says, uh, wonder what Booker T thinks of this Sasha and Naomi. Situation. This show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash Fightful. Stop it. Uh, no, he said he, he's waiting for their side of the story. That's what he said. Um, I mean, I feel interesting. like we got it from the, that Twitter story. Uh, Dante V says, Naomi's booking is trash. All I know it from is. the last major feud she was in is that Sonya's character is racist for no reason. It didn't help Yeah, what was that? Like, how do you, like, that's what I'm, I'm talking about what just dope, happened. But, yeah, the match, yeah. but leading up to it was just awful. Yeah, it, it, it lasted too long. It, and it should have, if, if it was to get us sympathetic of Naomi, it needs to have a payoff to it, which should exactly. have been a title match or something. Instead, what did she do? She helped Ronda because that's what everyone is here for, is to help Ronda. <laughs> I church Pastor Blaster says, "Hey fam, just showing some love, <laughs> blessings. Thank you so much. We always appreciate. That. Appreciate it, everybody. Today, y'all got y'all yes. have been great. Yeah, especially Jennifer. <laughs> especially <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> money, 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 money. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I I hope all of that gets squared away for real, definitely, though. definitely. Yeah, uh, we'll not take that as, <laughs> as that wasn't intended. No, no, no way. No, no. we will. Unless you're gonna Thank do you. it. Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> uh grand beast is wwe is trash and you comment heroes can sit down yeah you comment um, heroes you then comment heroes what y'all out here doing y'all 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 know Bozo Banks says becky and charlotte can throw titles at each other in the main event brock can throw your title in your face yet in this is what face. set you off we didn't even find out about brock throwing the title till and that was on film uh we didn't hear about that till bro he was just like all right i'll see you tomorrow brock the, like the, nothing the funniest yeah. thing every time i watch that is uh is just Seth in the corner looking like that's your man. And he's yeah. just looking around like, cool, mm-hmm. you cool with that? 
He was cool. And with that. Jesus Garcia says, "Been listening to you guys since the first episode. Love your work at Grapsity and Beyond. Keep doing what y'all do. Thank Thanks, you so Jesus. much. Appreciate, Appreciate you. It. Uh, it's been a long time. We got. Let's see. Shouldn't have left you. Uh, Jacob says, "Starting late. Shout out Grap Saturday. Will with the Astro Megazord. Uh, when y'all when y'all started Power Rangers podcast, we need to talk about Time Force. Power Rangers." Um, let's see. We got, uh, we could talk about the S S N E S power Rangers game. I'd fuck with that. Which one, the movie game or the, the, the original? original. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I, I ever played I was, the movie. I was a one. big fan of the movie game. Mm. Yeah. I have both movie games, the one on Genesis and the one on, um, uh, Oh, why'd you just let me sing the melody to power Rangers Lightspeed rescue? Not, um, time force. Uh, nah, my man, man. Homie, home from Lightspeed came and arrested yeah. Austin yeah. out here with these PGP loans. Yo, I no, I had the joke yesterday on as told by because they said 16, they said they brought in 16 FBI agents. I said, man, yo, did they, they think he was gonna like war? Serious, bro. Was he gonna they like don't... take them out like putties? With man, <laughs> he's like 16 of them is orphans. So they're like, yo, that does not work here, bro. Get in the car. They thought he was about to hop out with the blasters and everything, bro. Damn, they <laughs> said the 16 squad. agents showed up to his house. Wow. He catching Ooh. all the trades. Is ever so? The big bro was really out here. Uh, I thought Rocky like, was a better Red Ranger. Yeah, he's like, yo, these, these checks ain't showing up yeah. like they used to. So they sent the putty patrol, man. Man. They, uh Let's see, MJ said, and when Sasha and Bailey had their first title run, WWE were trying to say they were backstage crying and throwing tantrums. Well, somebody works in WWE now, uh, or works WWE adjacent said that. Um, mm. Phantom, Charlotte and Nia had a shoot fight in the middle of a match. Something actually unprofessional, also really dangerous. No statement. Uh, Nothing. What did what did this Nia match that's happening overseas? She's like wrestling. CK. Hey, that whole show what? was what? like what? show your narrative UK. Yeah, we, we don't. Fuck nah, I mean honestly, shout UK. out to uh, AOP for putting that on and like, what? Where are they suddenly getting a like Jonathan Coachman's commentating? Like, what, what is, is this on? show? It, it, I swear it looks like somebody's efed. Yeah. Uh, Numblock says, "You guys check out Mark Henry going off on Corey Graves on Busted yeah, Open we yesterday." Didn't. No, I didn't. At least. Didn't I get didn't. to hear that. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Corey, Corey's going to take a lot. Although of shots I'm still, from this. as I've mentioned, I'm still in the process of trying to cancel my series XM, which they make incredibly difficult. Um, so I probably could have <laughs> listened to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I even Corey's got the wrong. Take... I even got the wrong department when I called Sirius, and they're, I was like, "Look, I just want to cancel." Uh, and they I were like, "Oh, we, the, it's, you actually uh, have to call this number." With the Corey Graves thing, it's it's not Corey's fault. Corey Graves shouldn't be getting blamed for anything. He's it's just not his fault, but speaker. I will say this on Corey. Corey has has not helped himself because he said other things on. Oh yeah, he doesn't on help commentary all, yeah, about black right, wrestlers, right. and so it looks like he, as a person, is saying these things. Okay, yeah, yeah. That but they've absolutely sense. put him in a bad spot. They did. Uh, the N and the H says, uh, spending some money. I knew y'all were going to spend the whole show talking about Sasha and Naomi. Appreciate what you do. Screw WWE. Um, Fuck them. Hey, Thank man, you. If you're going to say that, you got to stop watching, man. I don't know, man. At some point, you got to you gotta, you gotta pull a cord and stop watching, bro. That's it. Uh, it's the best way to, uh, to I, speak I, is with your dollars. Um, yeah. Or, I didn't even know about this until after the fact because I was not watching Raw. I don't know. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Brent Lockman says, in at the buzzer again. What's one match you want at Forbidden Door? Uh, keep up the amazing work and have a great week. 
either well, Punk and Punk and Kenta or an Okada and Brian Danielson are like either one of those. That's I I mean I, we finally have to get uh the Moxley match. It just it finally has to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean I feel like he set the set the table for it again at Capital Collision. Where right. It, it's probably gonna happen, but I absolutely want as a Chicagoan CM Punk versus Okada. Please just give me that match. It's hot. It's hot. Uh, and the uh, let's see. Drew says, "I think Michael Cole is more let down. He doesn't get the screen. <laughs> it's boss time. That's why he was let down for real. He was like, nah, nah see, man, I'm sick of her, man. She keeps doing this to us every time. I'm sick of this. Right? And that's why. That's why mm-hmm. Pat was like, us. Like, wait a minute. I'm not saying that on on commentary. That's you, bro. Right." Chris says, not saying WWE hates black women, but it seems like they don't like them. Maybe they should fix their attitudes. Mm. Uh, um, and, I mean, they have a history with black women that's kind of, you know. It the, it's shaky. It's, it's real shaky. I mean, and I know some people are going to go, but Bianca's champion. They, we didn't they forget about look, SummerSlam. Bianca, we didn't look, forget Bianca, about SummerSlam. Bianca is an undeniable talent. She is one of those people where if you fail with Bianca, you have to try Right. Uh, because like, if yeah. you put her on she TV, she's people... going to shine no matter what. She was one of those people that the first time I ever saw her, it was like, oh, you have a star on your hands. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a matter of what do you do with that? It's like uh, Jade. Put Jade on TV yeah. and she, you're just like, wow, she does it. She's doing it every time. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Board Dude 360 said, Power Rangers roar. Here for <laughs> Dino Thunder, Tommy. Um, hey, Dino Thunder. <laughs> Dino Thunder was fire. Dino Thunder had no reason to be as good as it was, and Dino Thunder is just an amazing show. Um, but hey, thank you for being a part of Grapsity this week. Don't don't leave out your boy Jonathan. What, what Y'all are still sending oh, super got... chats, you guys. Thank it's you. never ending. We loving it here. Uh, uh, he said, so Austin St. John is a dude who played a dude who was another dude disguised as another dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how about this? I didn't know his real name was Jason all this time. Yeah. Isn't that oh, wow. funny that his real name is Jason? He changed it to Austin St. John. Um and uh damn a bunch of just see, a bunch <laughs> they of were like y'all not going nowhere. <laughs> uh, says, uh, Raquel and Rhea were a great tag team on the NXT loop. Seems they like they they believe in Raquel, so yeah. I mean, and they look they want to tag together, so they should allow them to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Salazar said. They're still coming. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jake Salazar says, it's not just black women, it's black people in general. How many there is up there, dude? Uh, It says, apparently Naomi and Sasha have been removed from the then, now, forever animation. It's not then, now, and forever, I guess. They're out of here. Man, hey, forever, I guess. Yeah, Mm. together is... uh, Come on, man. Said it was forever, then said goodbye. Uh, (laughs) I got to take a look at that. I I didn't notice because I... Uh, and normally I do pay a lot of attention to that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And uh, BJ Darden says, man, we discussed this issue on my show. W- what do you think the bloodline shoot influence will do to help Naomi in this? Heat? I don't think anything, honestly. Listen, I don't, I don't understand this. Get Naomi in the bloodline thing that's been going on for a year. I, it's not, I don't think it's happening, guys. I know I everybody keeps saying they want to see it, but I don't, I don't get the appeal it's of not. it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Roman being the top guy it has anything to do with what Naomi has going on, honestly. Y- y'all think Roman just walked in there and was like, fix it. Like, yeah. No. It's just then now, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's just then now. All right, you guys, I got to go pick up my kid from a birthday party. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being Crab with us. Set. 
on uh, this edition of Grapsity. Thank you for spending your Saturday with us. I always love spending my Saturday with these guys and everybody in the chat and everybody who uh, donated their Humper Chats and Super Chats. Grapsity is my favorite part of the week, and it will continue to be next week when we're in Las Vegas. Uh, hey, so, your boys will be in Sin City. And again, have you, you figured think- out how you're getting there? Yeah, of course. What do you mean? Okay. Have I, All right. I'm, I'm just going to run. Week- I'm going to run like Carl Lewis. I'm just going to run straight from Chicago to Las Vegas. <laughs> it's a far run. Hey. You better start running. Las Vegas was the uh, – uh, I mean, last week we were talking about you didn't have it figured out yet. So long as we're good, you're good. Uh, and Jake says <laughs> Reg and Phil can stay <laughs> in LMAO. All right, you guys. No, we're, we're gone, dude. We're, we never do it without our guy, bro. Never. never. We will see you next time. Have a great day. Peace, peace. peace.